Greetings. Hi, how are you? I'm listening. Great to meet you. Ah, I've been expecting you. For the good you of all. You come get the voodoo. Uh, hey there. And you are. Light be with hey, you. Great to you meet you. You come to consult the spirits? Welcome to Orgrimmar. Have you come to serve the Horde? Shiny. Sail here. Me buy. And trade. What? Hello, and welcome to Control Alt Wow, the podcast for those of us who love World of Warcraft and love making many alts. Today is Sunday, August 16th, 2009. This is episode. 128, entitled The Road to BlizzCon 2009. I'm and your host, and with me is one of my co-hosts, Glanther. Good evening, Glanther. How are you? Hello, Aprilian. I'm doing great. Uh, Asheo will be joining, uh, joining me tomorrow morning. We're doing a split recording. Of course, those of our regular nis- listeners know that sometimes all three of us just can't get together. So we make do with recording... You and then a sale afterwards. So, and um, I want to kind of start, you know, the the podcast, but a little bit of explanation about why this week particularly it was tough for us to get together and do a little uh, public service announcement. Um, my um, father is uh, very ill with a um, Hodgkin's lymphoma, and uh, right now he's going through a um, bone marrow uh, transplant. So I wanted to go and just let everyone know that you can um, get involved if you know anyone who has um, who has dealt with cancer or battled cancer or um, if you are a survivor yourself, that if you go to bonemarrow.org, you can learn a little bit more about how you can um, potentially be a donor or how you can help with um, finding um, donors to help out with that potentially get people through this uh, life-threatening disease. So, again, it's bonemarrow.org. Very simple thing. They just swab the inside of your mouth. I'm a registered bone marrow donor. And it's particularly imperative that uh, minorities and people of a specific ethnic background uh, register because those are the hardest people to find. So uh, you go out and you can actually send away, go to the website and it'll tell you everything you need to know and, Usually places where you can uh, sign up, and it's really easy, and we would all appreciate it. <laughs> okay, so let's get started. How was your week? Well, Other my week that. was <laughs> was tough, uh, but I, it was great because I was able to get away from uh, life every once in a while um, in the world of Warcraft, and um, I did just a lot of dailies. Um, I am um, a couple of big goals on the horizon for me. I'm I'm really trying to um, get Arlaris to get his Argent Charger. So that is the Paladin um, mount that you can get through the Argent tournament. Oh. It's a hundred um, a uh, hundred champion seals, but after the um, after the seals, you get a paladin charger except that it's kind of gray and has the argent tournament logo on it as opposed to the standard kind of blue tarped charger that you get um from the paladin trainer um and then our larum is also doing the um um aspirant um or the, not the aspirant the valiant quest because i want to i want him to actually get a title because he doesn't have a title yet 
And I'm thinking that Crusader Alarum will be the easiest to, uh, to get and also be the most lucrative in terms of gold and dailies and, and uh, all that jazz. And I love the new dailies because they kind of sparked and, and not sparked, but breathed new life into the Ice Crown dailies. I don't find myself doing the same ones over and over and over again. So thank you very much, Blizz, uh, Blizzard, for doing rotating dailies. It's always good. Okay. And did new dailies come up with 3.2? Uh, yes, they did. So if you are um, exalted with Argent Crusade and Silver Covenant, you'll be able to get a couple of dailies if you're um, – and if you are – a champion than the dailies that you have are, are um, well, actually those are very similar to the, what they were before. It's really the, um, the silver covenant and the um, Argent um, crusade ones that are the ones that kind of rotate and they actually make you go, you know, around, uh, around the globe a little bit. Sometimes you have to go to storm peaks and sometimes you have to um, go down to this um, Island, that new Island off the North of uh, ice crown which is, it's weird because you get fatigue because getting to this island is only one <laughs> tiny little um, f- patch of ocean that you can actually fly across without getting fatigued. Okay. Because you know how you go off into the ocean. If you go right. off the you continent, you, you start flapping and you get the little fatigue bar. Well, you have to get to this island, but you can actually look at the water and you could see that some of it is dark blue and some of it is not. And you have to kind of make sure that you fly over the light blue water. Otherwise, you will get fatigue, which is silly, but it is what it is. Um, and then um, besides, from, um, besides from just kind of doing those dailies and those kind of big goals there, um, Glanther finally was able to kill the Black Knight under the heroic uh, trial of the champion. Oh, so congratulations. It was a lot of fun. I got a side grade. Um, I, I did get a, um, some loot, some fat loots, but it was a side grade, unfortunately. Um, and right now my shoulders match my boots, so I didn't change out my shoulders because <laughs> <laughs> I'm shallow like that a little bit. Um, but again, yeah, just lots of dailies every day. Just still doing the same thing, though, with um, Arlarum and Arlaris in terms of trying to transmute one epic gem every day. Okay. Like going on Arlaris, off Arlaris, on Arlarum, off Arlarum, and kind of sending jewels back and forth. <laughs> so that way Arlarum is there transmuting them, and Arlaris is there cutting them and doing the dailies to get new patterns. And so right now my whole guild is just a, um, one big you know, um, trade chat. Like, who here has this pattern? Who here has this cut? Who here has this? I need this. Does anybody here have that? No one has that. Oh, okay. Because there's go and so buy. many, aren't there? This, yeah, there's a million of those little... Um, new um, uh, patterns. And so it's, it's really important I, that we have a, a system in place of kind of checking to see which, you know, which one of us has, you know, has what. Luckily, as like a, um, with my alts, like I only have one person who's a jewel crafter, so that's, that's good. But I couldn't imagine what would happen if you had two alts that were both jewel crafters, that right. were high jewel crafters. Like, which one had which? I, I don't know. Who knows? So... That's basically what I've been doing uh, this week with what, you know, time that I, time that I had. Oh, oh yeah. And I also, um, Glanther was able to um, do a raid um, and we did Sartherion plus one. We actually were able to get him down with one of the drakes up. So 
I don't know if you know about that um, no, fight. Tell I me about in. it. You know, I'm not a raider. Well, it's um, you know, Wormrush Temple, right? Right. Yeah. Well, th- there's a um, there's a raid in the um, in the the basement where it sounds kind of like a rave in the basement, but it's actually a raid in the basement. <laughs> uh, and you go in there, and it's the Obsidian Sanctum. So people call it OS. So if you ever hear in general tra- chat uh, looking for OS, that's what they're referring to. They're not and, talking uh, about Mac, <laughs> the no. Mac operating system. No. Okay. <laughs> um, and then when you go in there, there are you know four bosses. There's the big main boss, and then there are three drakes that are like sub-bosses, right. like raid-level bosses. And um, you go and you kill them all, and then you around this like big ring around him, and then you go up and you kill the main guy. Well, if you leave the drakes up, and you go right to the final boss, you can do that, but then he calls on them for help. Oh. And they come in. So imagine if you were in like an instance and you were able to skip a boss, but then the next boss is able to call that boss in <laughs> to help. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you can, do, um, you can do just the end boss. You can do the end boss with one, two, and three drakes up. And... That boss with all three drakes up is still supposedly, I mean, as of 3.1, I don't know about 3.2, but as of 3.1 was considered the hardest raid in the game. And right now on my server, there still has not been a um, group of people that on the Alliance side who were able to um, kill him and all three drakes up at the same time on heroic mode. So it's it's very very difficult, um, very very difficult to do. Um, but we were able to do it with with one person, with one. I mean, with, oh, with one person. Yeah, one person was able to do it. Um, we were able to do it with <laughs> one, guy, which was which was a lot of fun. And we wiped a couple of times. But then um, one of the things I find with with Glanther is that um, sometimes if I, I'll look around and if, if people seem to have like the um, crowd control under you know under wraps if i look around i see that there are you know if any ads that you know get spawned that come into a battle if i'm there and i realize that they're basically being tanked and that those tanks have like somebody healing them instead of going and and trying to get down those those ads i'll often just kind of keep um single target you know damage on like the main guy and that's how i think we were able to to um get that twilight assist down because me and a couple of the other dpsers we kind of looked around and we saw that you know things were relatively under control so instead of shifting away from you know one of the drakes that came down to the ads that that she spawned Mm -hmm. we just took her down and of course when she dies her ads go away and so it was a little bit of a calculated risk where if we didn't help take the ads down and they stayed up too long they could wipe the group but if things looked to be doing pretty well then you could forget about them for just a couple, you know, extra seconds and try to get the main boss down and like pop all of your cooldowns, like do heroism. Um, I do, you know, as a hunter, I have the um, rapid fire. You pop rapid fire and see what you can do. Um, and so we, that's what we were able to do. So it was a lot of fun. It was a crazy raid experience and I don't usually have a lot of um, crazy raid experiences. Um, but anything... Um, Anything interesting that you've done in terms of like your your day to day stuff, Aprilane, or are you going to kind of save that for Shayo later on? Um, well, yeah, I was going to try to save it for Shayo, but I could share something that 
was kind of yeah, silly. Yeah, a little bit. I my refer friend came to an end. Oh. Friday. It, well, it was scheduled to come on Friday, so Friday morning I'm just totally going straight out because I had a druid and a mage that I had been leveling together, kind of together. And uh, I ended up taking them into Zolfarak with uh, one of my death knights and just letting the death knight take everything out. And I I love doing Zolfarak. <laughs> you know, it is just a really awesome outdoor instance. And for that level, the at the time, the, um, the druid was who was on the referred account, it was like 40. And he needed um, one more, like half a level to go before he could grant any levels. Mm-hmm. And so I was like working furiously just to get him one level. Well, I ended up from working on Friday all the way to, and Saturday when I logged back on, they were still linked <laughs> and they were still getting the bonus. So I, I worked some more on Saturday morning furiously. Um, you know, just having the the Death Knight who was level seventy follow uh, going ahead ahead of them, and mm-hmm. and it was it's kind of neat because I I recommend anybody anyone at least trying to do something at a lower level with their Death Knight. I think I, I, think I might have talked about this before because it it actually helped me refine my rotation. You know, because when you're fighting lower level mobs. And, you know, you're getting a bunch at a time. It kind of helps you to try to figure out how to do or play your class without dying. <laughs> yeah. In fact, I actually did something like that um, once when I was doing some frost uh, specs. I, um, I went deep enough into the blood tree where I was able to get death rune mastery, which is the one where if you use death strike or obliterate, you generate um, death runes. Okay. You know, so you you played a death knight, yeah. right? So like you, you know that how um you have two blood, two you know um two frost and two unholy runes. Well, death rune mastery when you do um obliterate or um death strike will turn one of your unholy and one of your frost into a death rune, which can be used by anything. But then I went deep enough into the frost tree to also get blood of the north, which makes it so that way every time I do blood strike, then I would also have my blood runes become death runes. So theoretically, after going blood strike, blood strike, death strike, death strike, I would have all death runes. And that was my thought, that you wouldn't have to worry about which one was done. Except it didn't actually work out that way. Uh, by going into kind of going to a low B level zone and just trying it out, I realized that it just it doesn't really work out that way because by the time a couple of them are death runes, you've used a rotation of another, and that death rune then gets reset. And so, like, it's not really. I mean, it's possible to have it happen, but in actuality, it's overkill. Right. And so, those you know three points were better spent um, elsewhere. It's but like, yeah, exactly what you're talking about. Like lower level um, grinding is. Definitely, like the best way to do it. Right. It, it, you, if you're not worried about dying, um, you know, you don't have to focus so much. <laughs> you can learn <laughs> more on on what your what I, what your rotation and everything. The other thing that was going on too is that well, the druid as it leveled, I actually ended up between Friday morning and Saturday getting four and a half more levels. <laughs> so, Ooh. 41 to 
46 and he was able to give three levels to uh i have a bank alt that was level 21 and now yeah and now it's level 25 maybe he's 22 now he's level 26 thanks to giving the uh the levels and i managed to figure out who i wanted to give the um zebra mount to <laughs> and i was kind of got like, the zebra mount uh tm the mage actually got it uh, uh. yeah which is kind of funny because she's a blood elf and i thought you know it's just it's such a stereotype for a blood elf to female to have the zebra mount don't you think why would it be a stereotype because they're pretty and they can be a unicorn well i see a lot of but um, maybe it's just me because, you know, Prillian has one as well. Well, Prillian has just about everything. <laughs> I mean, she's like your, she's your mount person, right? right. She's the one who gets all that stuff anyway. My main, main. <laughs> the main, main. Yeah. And uh, I think, uh, would you like to read an email? Before? Yes. And, and in fact, there was actually um, an email that we got um, from somebody named Tom. Who, actually, who asked, hey, Brilliant, I was wondering what add-ons you use and such to run two versions of WoW on one computer. Uh, right now, I dual box with one running on my iMac and the other on my old 17-inch PowerBook Mac, but would like to get them both going on one computer. I had heard people talk about having keys set up to where they attack with the main tune and the other tune will also attack. Didn't know if you had a link on the site. This is not really a question for the show. Um, just had a question about this. Thanks for any help. Yeah. So, of course, if you write to us, we're going to meet it on the show. Yeah, right. <laughs> and uh, it's, it's a very interesting question because um, actually to run two versions on, um, on WoW, all you have to do is copy it over on the Mac. It's, it's not like on the PC. I think on the PC, you just have to uh, duplicate the, uh, the actual application. But on the mm-hmm. Mac, you do have to copy over another folder. The entire folder. And you have to name it like World of Warcraft and then World of Warcraft 2 or something like that. No, to the I folder. just put it in another, another place. place. Yeah. Uh, like another yeah, that would work. Yeah, leave one in the applications folder. And put, I put one in like uh, the root or in a document folder or something. And it works just as well. I, as far as any add-ons, well, I think we covered this, but I, I guess I really need to put a link on the main page. And if anybody has any add-ons that they particularly like or that we've recommended that you like, you can write us at controlaltwow at gmail.com and we'll add this to uh, the link on the, on the website. And the website is at controlaltwow.com. Controlaltwow.com actually forwards to controlaltwow.blogspot.com. So that's the same as our website. Although I've thought about changing it. I, I kind of like blog blogger right now. The, um, I think I mentioned Jambra a few weeks ago, which does let you, you know, set up stuff such as, uh, completing quests and things and turn-ins and flight paths with the other tune. I personally don't use anything. The only, the closest add-on I come to as far as my alts is, um, something called Altaholic, which basically just keeps track of stuff and lets you know who can do what and, uh, it also does something that kind of neat but I don't really use it. It tells me when my mailbox is ready to be emptied on an uh, is getting ready to be deleted on another tune on another server. So basically well basically we we all know that you have like the opposite of OCD. That would never happen on me cuz I know every single mail I have and when <laughs> it's going to be so 
but um but like i i'm also like i can focus in on a certain thing and and you know as we know well you can too you got april into level 77 well i had proper motivation for that but oh, um nice. as far as making one character do anything while the other character I really don't enjoy doing and playing that way. I mostly alt-tab back and forth. And I can tell you that's been very hard with the uh, druid and mage. Because neither one of them have an auto-fight. So you have to actually play them. <laughs> the, the nicest thing about the um, having a warlock and a hunter together is that the warlock and hunter will do something. Plus the pets will do something. And even the uh, death knight will do something once you know you initiate attack, a druid and a mage, <laughs> you you know do a pyroblast or, or a shock or whatever it is the druid does, and then they just sit there and go, la la. Yeah, they kind of like look at their their yeah, cuticles, yeah. like yeah, la, how about that? <laughs> <laughs> so, um, and if you have any suggestions about anything that you think that we should mention about uh, running two tunes together let us know and uh tom write us back and let us know how it goes with uh running your uh, i don't know if you can dual box on your 17 inch power mac power book i mean no, you have to go on the imac because yeah. Uh, yeah. and hopefully it's a um an intel imac the thing that you're going to find that's going to be the most the biggest problem is that the graphic card is going to be overextended. And sometimes I actually need to run <laughs> three instances on my MacBook Pro, and I can tell my graphic card is going, what? <laughs> You're like, uh-huh, don't think so. Yeah, so it instantly goes into lag. Usually this is when I just need to trade something or do something real quick with another tool. So you might want to turn down all the uh, graphics on your, on your, you know, the preference panel. So that you can get the best out of that running it on that iMac. Also, the other thing you might want to consider, and I've mentioned this as well, is a KVM switch, which will let you switch back and forth and use one keyboard for both the iMac and the MacBook Pro. Hope that helps. So I guess that's it for now. That's about it for me. So I'll be. We were um, um, also waiting for <laughs> our correspondent for BlizzCon, because that's what this episode was named for, uh, Road to BlizzCon. And he, uh, second aid from uh, Alea Acta S, is going to be going to BlizzCon for us. If you have any questions for him or any, um, any ideas on what he should do at BlizzCon, please write us at Control Apps. Yeah, it's, it's very interesting when you go from being a total dog owner to a total um, cat owner, because cats are... A different breed. Oh, no, they're devious, and they want to go where they want to go. If you put up... If I put up this, I'd put up a thing to block the closet, because I'm in the closet, for the sake of the listeners, so you don't get the echo from my new loft. I'm also on a special chair, so I don't get squeaking. <laughs> I hope that's this, dedication. Yeah, dedication. Yeah, and it, it, it's lucky that we have a big walk-in closet, though. But uh, the cats are like, "Oh, are you in here?" So that means we can be in here, and we're like, "No, you, you're staying out. You're not coming in the closet." 
And so this one just tried to open the door. So I apologize for that. Oh. <laughs> so uh, we will be back with the Shayo. And uh, we and will. Second aid. And second. Well, I don't know. Because I don't think a second aid could make it tomorrow morning. He was supposed to record with us tonight. So if he doesn't make it, then we will next hear from him at, uh, at BlizzCon. Um, did you do your direct TV? I did not because I won't have any time to actually do it. So I did sign up for the direct TV. I am hoping, and that's what I'm talking about. Of course, is not to get direct TV, but you can also get the, uh, live on the, um, internet from direct TV. Yeah, I was talking about like the, it's through direct TV, but you get a cool little Murloc marine pet yeah six months six weeks six to eight weeks later <laughs> six weeks. yeah well it is what it is they probably have a ton of people wanting it so yeah yeah and it looks kind of cute and there's also a bunch of uh stuff that comes in the goodie bag that uh looks kind of neat the uh other big news of course which i'm sure every podcast is covering is that ozzy osbourne is gonna be there Oh, oh I was going to play with Bliss God. It's going to be great. Okay. <laughs> I, I, it's tough to do um, uh, Ozzy Osbourne clean. Clean, yes. <laughs> and that was an... Oh, shit, I'm going to go to Los Angeles. It's going to be great. I'm going to be able to go and play with a couple of geeks who play World of Warcraft. It's going to be so good. Just like that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and that's an ode to uh, The Witch, who is... The a, Witch. Channels. Ozzy very well. Of course, on uh, Bind on a Clip, they equip. Uh, <laughs> they uh, have a explicit tag, so they can really channel Ozzy. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and if you get a chance, go to the BlizzCon website. I really like the uh, icon that they use for Ozzy. For Ozzy <laughs> Osbo- have you seen it? Yes. Yeah, I don't understand exactly why he has his hand on his head like that. Maybe, and he looks like he's in the middle of a rainstorm. But it's still kind of cool. Well, it is Ozzy Osbourne. He's very, he's very goth. Yeah, he he's uh, I think yes. he the founder of goth. Yes, <laughs> he was goth before there was a goth. Goth, yeah. Yes. So, um, we will be back next week with you, and back in a few minutes with the show, and we'll talk to you then. All right. It was a pleasure as always. Okay. And now we're back with Asheo. Hello, Asheo. How are you today? Morning. How you doing? I thought it was evening where you are. Well, you know, I don't <laughs> oh, want to confuse you. Trying to be polite. You've just got, yeah, you've just got out of bed. <laughs> Literally. Out yeah. of bed and into the closet. I uh, informed everybody earlier that I'm in the closet. I'm on a different chair. <laughs> <laughs> I have all my inputs right and... Uh, be all set for a decent recording. Excellent. Well, it's a it's a nice eight thirty p.m. on a Monday here, and definitely springs on the way because the uh, weather's starting to get rather delightful. Oh, okay. Yeah. I had some Australian customers the other day, and uh, we were discussing the fact that it was rather warm for them here because it was in the eighties. They were uh, testing. 
they, they must be from Hobart or something because anywhere else in Australia, they'd be used to a lot of heat. Oh, well, not this time of year, though, right? No, no, not this time of year. So I thought the first thing we do today is discuss uh, BlizzCon, because that's the title of uh, the episode, The Road to BlizzCon 2009. And we do have a field reporter. Wow, well, look who showed up at our front door. Hello, Second Aid. Hello, Aprilian. Hello, Achayo. How are you guys doing this morning? Morning, mate. Sort of light on for you to drop in. Yeah, so you are Control-Alt-Wild's man in the field for BlizzCon, or is it Horde in the field? <laughs> either one. Yeah. I'll and answer to either. either. Healer in the field. Healer in the field. I mean, what preparations have you made for our little podcast in BlizzCon? Well, um, I'm going to have a Twitter feed that I'm just using for BlizzCon. It's uh, Control-Alt-BlizzCon. Um, I'll be doing any sort of news updates and, and anything that I find out and kind of just uh, what's happening in my life as far as uh, BlizzCon's concerned. Um, so follow me there uh, at, again, that's Control-Alt-BlizzCon. And, uh, you know, I'd love to hear um, questions that you'd like to have asked, um, you know, things, you'd, things you want to know. Um, and I'll, I'll be keeping up with it as much as I can from the, uh, from the show. And uh, You've already got two followers, right? Do I really? I haven't, <laughs> I haven't checked yet. I've got to transfer all my uh, mobile stuff over to that account for the week. And um, do you have an updating. iPhone? I have an iPod Touch. I don't have an iPhone. Okay. All right. That's good. All right. Excellent. So, uh, uh, I'm disappointed. Yeah. One of them is a brilliant. <laughs> and, and, the, and the other two are, uh, are offering you things that um, your wife might not be too impressed with. <laughs> oh, well, I'll have to check on that. Imagine that. <laughs> so uh, have you checked out the uh, website that we're offering uh, the pre-sale items? Uh, yes, I did. I didn't. Uh, I didn't get a chance to buy any because. Uh, well, I figure I'll be there. Right. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. The only thing and I was kind of can't do without joining the queues to buy stuff. Right. Exactly. The only thing I was kind of interested in was the uh, plushy Murlocs. <laughs> they look kind of cute. Oh yeah. Yeah. All right. So. Uh, any tidbits that you want to share with us about uh, BlizzCon or anything that you're looking forward to? Well, you know, I'm just looking forward to seeing everybody. Uh, there's going to be a lot of folks. Of course, I'm in AI, AIE, and there's going to be a lot of people there. Um, I hear... Uh, Did you hear Stig's going? Stig's going. Randy Deluxe himself will be there. Yeah. And the, just uh, a lot of... Yeah. A lot of people um, from AIE that, that are from the Southern California area anyway are going to be there. So it's going to be a great time, and can't wait to let everybody know. All right. So follow Control Out BlizzCon and send him any kind of questions you want. And you're going to be giving us uh, updates. You're going to be doing audio updates, which we'll include in the uh, podcast the following. Absolutely. You know, every every evening I'll kind of make a little digest. Um, it'll be kind of hard to do during the day because BlizzCon. Um, they're it's not noisy. allowing people – well, not only is it noisy, but they're not allowing you to bring a laptop into the show. Oh, wow. 
Um, they don't want to, I guess they're, they're trying to discourage the, uh, you know, the streaming that, uh, that the fan sites were doing. Yeah. They want their streaming to be their streaming. I could just do that with a new iPod, with the, uh, the new iPhone. Oh yeah. 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 Well, you know, as long as you've got batteries, I guess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, that's, that's true. Yeah. That's why it might let you replace the battery. They're in <laughs> with Blizzard. Steve Jobs. Well, I, I have a Mophie on my uh, iPhone that gives me two extra cycles. So it's an extra battery pack. Ooh, but this isn't the iPhone. So. <laughs> Next on App Slappy. <laughs> <laughs> Which is another fine podcast. It can be found on iTunes by uh, Scott Johnson of The Instance. All right. Well, thank you, Second Aid. We look forward to hearing from you. And you can also write us at controlaltwow at gmail.com if you have any comments or questions for Second Aid. Oh, and... uh, If you're that person out there that doesn't use Twitter. Right. (laughs) Who gets the goodie bag? Hmm. Hmm. Oh, well. (laughs) (laughs) I'll wrestle you for it. (laughs) I get the feeling either way I'll lose. (laughs) All right. Well, we can't wait to hear from you. Have fun and uh, have a good trip. Yeah. All right. Thank you. All right. Did you get the notes I just sent you? Sure did. So our field reporter is Second Aid, and he's going to be uh, at BlizzCon. He was supposed to be with us last night, but unfortunately, real life interferes. <laughs> I hate when that happens. <laughs> Some people know that World of Warcraft is the most important part of our world. That's right. And there'll be a whole, but there'll be a whole lot of uh, planning and preparation and, and everything getting ready to uh, to head off to BlizzCon this week. So that's that's the last thing you want is uh, real life getting in the way. Exactly. People are planning road trips, and praying for good accommodation, no doubt. Yeah. And some people who thought they weren't coming, going, are, are getting a chance to go. So. That must be exciting. Of course, you and I are not going. <laughs> no, a little bit far for me to go. No, I've signed up for the streaming. Are you doing that? No. I'm the only sucker. No, no, I'm sure plenty of people will. Yeah, uh, and we talked about this with Glant there, that uh, the silly thing is you don't get the Merloc, I mean the uh, Grunty, yeah. Until six to eight weeks afterwards. So. Oh, holy crap. Yeah, I know. It's a bit of a wait. Oh, so is that different to the uh, the Murloc plushie that's available on the BlizzCon store? Right. This is the, the in-game pet. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Oh, so so. Does, that, does that mean that the, the game, the pet's not in 3.2 perhaps? They have to wait for the next patch or something? Probably, yeah. Yeah. I, I wonder see. if you go to. I know there was the guy sitting at uh, in Ogremar for some uh, some of the con- conventions that will give you the pet. But um, and then there's the guy in Booty Bay that gives you the pet for the TCG cards. Yeah, I thought Probably. you had to get Booty Bay for everything, but yeah. I guess it makes sense around BlizzCon that they'd have uh, more NPCs around to to cash them in rather than having to go down to Booty Bay. Right. You know, booty base kind of remote. It's a bit out of the way nowadays, isn't it? 
Alrighty. So, um, I think we'll just, uh, start off with what I've been doing. Sure. So, because we will be doing some interviews. We've got uh, someone popping in in a few minutes, and we'll do them, and then we'll get back to what you've been doing. So, my week was kind of crazy. I'm still in the process of moving and unpacking and stuff, and it's amazing how much, how long How much practice you got? Bloody hell. Well, part of the problem is that um, I've also got a social life now. Oh, hang on a minute. That wasn't part of the deal. I know. I've been going out, dancing and stuff, and doing other things other than, you know, just coming home and playing. But uh, I think uh, I'm going to be settled down and, and have a regular, you know, playtime and stuff. Ooh, I said and stuff an awful lot. So, <laughs> I uh, started the week off doing my dailies on... Um, April, and she had the fishing daily and winter grasp. Yep. And I was trying to do it during my break. I'm um, doing air quotes. Yeah, I could say. Yeah. Big, yeah, big air quotes, I'm saying. Yeah, I kept walking away from the screen and coming back and finding her dead because obviously winter grass was in. And battle or whatever, you know, the battle for me. Uh, uh, no, I wouldn't think so because the thing with Wintergrasp now is you have to queue up and there's a limit of how many players can be in there during the battle. So I've been, I you know, I don't bother queuing up, but I do go in there to fish and I've been ported out. Well, maybe I was, so you have to queue up? Okay, well, I don't know what happened because I was in there and all of a sudden these Alliance guys show up. Maybe they were just fishing. But then would they be read to me if I wasn't in... Oh, yeah, yeah, you're always reading Wintergrasp. Oh. So they were just being... Yeah, they just come beat the crap out of you because you're trying to pinch their fish. Because <laughs> I've been there when other Alliance people have been there. And all they've done is fish while I've fished. So this was just a, uh, a bunch of 12-year-olds... <laughs> Because it happened over and over and over again. You know, sometimes it, you die because of the um, the guys in the water come up. Yeah. Is that ever? Yeah. And yep. and well, kind of, I don't know about dying, but yeah, you can aggro them. I guess if you're not, at your, I guess if you're not, at your, <laughs> you probably die. Yeah. Yeah, they would kill you. But sometimes that those things like the guards from Undercity come down and fight them for you. It's kind oh, of if you're close to the camp, Yeah. Yeah, so I, I try to hang close to them, which is also convenient because you're also right where that you res. So <laughs> <laughs> you can just res and run back there. Although I think I was, I think it was in battle because I kept some when I when I get killed when I'm not, you know, when there's nothing going on, I just end up back at this right up there at the spirit healer. Well, this time I got the thing where I end up at the spirit healer, but then the guy reses me. Like when you're in BG, like, you know, when you're in Ultimate yeah, yeah. Valley or yeah. um, Balsong. Okay. Oh, maybe, maybe it's if, if it's not full, if there's people aren't queuing up, it's, it's not a problem. Right. They leave you there. But how, so what level is April? 73. Yeah. So, she, so she's too low. She did. So it was kind of well, weird because, of course, I'm not paying attention. Low, but, I mean, it's, it's, there's a priority system and. You know, the, the 80s are supposed to get priority over lower levels. So oh. 
because there was I did get to a point where it said you're too low to be in here or to fight in this battleground. And so the last time I died, I got uh, teleported to a graveyard on the other side of Shalazar Basin. <laughs> you remember that spot you were telling me about where you can fish and you're not really in winter grass, but you're in? Yep. I think well, it was Glanthor over was there. Telling us about that. Yeah, Glantha was telling us about it. So yeah. I think it was over there. I got teleported near there. And um, I was able to, well, not teleported, but my I, my spirit ended up back there. That's the graveyard. Instead of being the graveyard that was right behind me in Wittergrasp, I got got to that graveyard. And my, um, so I'm like, okay, what do I do? How do I get back <laughs> Winter grass is way up there on the other side of that mountain. Yeah. And I guess the logical thing would have been would be to have taken the spirit hill and just rezzed right there and, and gone about my business. But, of course, I couldn't do that. So I run around this mountain, and I finally managed to get to a point that I guess was close enough to winter grass and where I died so that I rezzed on that side. And then I tried to get to a spot to fish. But I guess you really can't get to that spot that without flying. So I gave up and went home. (laughs) But, uh, oh, earlier that week, this was later in the week. Earlier that week, April did ding 73 on doing fishing dailies, which is kind of interesting because I don't think she's been doing anything else, you know, other than logging in, doing (laughs) fishing dailies. Oh, and uh, doing the the, um, jewel crafting dailies. Yeah, that's what I feel like with Jekyll and Hyde. If I log in, do my alchemy transmute, do my, do my dual crafting daily. It's okay. Next alts. I haven't got much love. Yeah, I wonder how some of you um, alcoholics are doing out there with that. Especially if you have a bunch of level 80s and a bunch of stuff that you can do. I don't have, you know, or it can do the fishing, uh, the fishing daily and the cooking daily, and that's about it. Nobody else is really doing any of the profession dailies. Oh, um, Elite can, is doing the Northrend uh, transcription, and she hasn't been doing a lot because she's still, you know, <laughs> learning something. <laughs> right. Although it's getting to be a pain in the butt sometimes when she can't, you know, when she's milling adder's tongue or whatever she has, tiger lily, and she's not getting the icy pigment for the uh, ink of the sea. Yep. And I've actually, is it ink of the sea? I've actually gone back to um, that vendor in, in uh, Dalaran and bought it using 10 of the other things. Yeah. What is it? I've done that a few times. Yeah. Well, you get so much of that one type of ink that it's okay. It's, yeah. like Especially if you sense. use lower level herbs. If you use Addis Tongue or above, you should get you know, 50% of the uh, rare pigment. Right, the icy pigment. Um, I've been getting like twenty five percent, but it's okay because my bank alt um, on that attune on that account uh, is sitting in Thunderbluff, and I've been sending her all the glyphs that she's been making, and she's been making a bunch of money. So good. that's been working out well. Um, I was in April was in Shalazar Basin fishing. The ghost fish quest, and I don't know. Is it is it etiquette that when you when you're fishing in a a pool, that somebody doesn't come along and stick their bobber in your same pool? 
Would you do it? Uh, not, no. not in that case. Every, everyone's kind of just crowded up on one another there because they couldn't be bothered moving away. Well, no. This, is, this isn't crowded. This is someone specifically flying over and landing where I'm fishing in a pool. A, a pool of fish. I mean, yeah, there aren't that many pools. Oh, school. For, in a school. school. Okay. School. Yeah. yeah. No, if I'm after a well, not not for that one because that that doesn't. I don't think the ghost fish comes out. You don't have to be in one, yeah. But there's other there's other fishing dailies that do come out of a school, and yeah, I mean, if, you know, if I, see, if I see a school and someone's already fishing in it, I'm not going to fly off because there's not that many of them. There's room right. for two or three people without stuffing up. Right, but there's only so many roars out of a school, yep. <laughs> and um, you know, I I try to consistently when I'm doing my dailies fishing in in a school because I want to get them out and you can only get those in schools right yes that's right yeah, so I try to make sure sometimes it's not possible when you're doing the monster belly one out there on those stupid rocks which I can't stand you know there's very few pools uh, schools out there yep but anyways I was feeling like this guy shouldn't have been fishing in my school <laughs> <laughs> she had your name on it did it uh-huh. This is a little, little label on the school saying this is April school. Piss off. No, well, it was April school, yeah. But it was funny because he aggroed one of the lurkers. <laughs> <laughs> he must have been a death knight because he was doing that silly thing. No, I, no, not a death knight. He might have been a, a, reg, a regular dwarf, but he was. Um, he probably had drunk that oil. So some oil that lets you uh, walk on water. Yeah. That you get out of the fishing daily bag. So he was walking on water, and, I, and one of the lurker, lurkers attacked him. Yep. So, so I That'll break it. So <laughs> I, I had a refer friend up. Don't don't do a refer friend if you think you're gonna move. Of course, I didn't know I was gonna move, so I can't be held accountable. And it was because that would have that would have stopped you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I, I won't do a refer friend because I'm moving in a month. Yeah, that, that would have yeah. stopped you for sure. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, this was the one where I referred myself. And um, it was kind of silly because I wanted to do one or two things. I wanted to level up some characters on Jubathos, which I did do uh, with Aprilian and Jizz up until they were, you know, level 60, which bonus stops. Uh, and of course, also the convenience of during Lunar Festival being able to summon characters back and forth on on the two between the two accounts that was convenient. But one of the things you get is when the other account pays for a month, or pays for two months, you get the zebra mount. So I've had the zebra mount lurking out there because I didn't I couldn't figure out where exactly I wanted it. The only person really el- eligible on Earthen Ring was the mage, and I already had a. But our female on a zebra. In fact, this will be my third zebra. <laughs> That's sad. Yeah, that really is. And uh, Aprilian has the first one. And the second one went to, um, well, I don't know if you listeners remember. <laughs> but Aprilian had a brother a long time ago. Control out well. Yeah, it was Control Out Wow, and then um, then he was changed to, um, oh, what was he? A, Adrian. Yep. And then Adrian was transferred to another account, and and then uh, got the Zebra mount. 
So that means that I've only sent zebra mounts to blood elves. <laughs> Which seems kind of cruel. But, but my, one of my orcs aren't good enough. <laughs> no, definitely not. <laughs> you, you have a zebra mount, don't you? No, never done refer a friend. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't know. <laughs> yes, you did. <laughs> I'm not a leper. <laughs> oh, you poor thing. We won't talk about you anymore. He's never done it first. I guess Glanther hasn't done it either. And, and, and technically, it should be the other way around. Oh, look at her. She's done me fur friend three times. <laughs> Something wrong with her. <laughs> Don't go near her. It might be contagious. Don't make eye contact. Back away. <laughs> Back away. But for those of us like Jeppy and Matador and the rest of us, we know what refer friend is our our friend. <laughs> um, by the way, uh, David won't be on this week either. But he did. <laughs> I was trying to explain refer friend to him, and he goes, "Oh, they take your money so you can level faster." <laughs> <laughs> That's right. And I it's said, smart, "You make it sound so dirty." <laughs> He catches on fast. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and I'm like, no, that's not how it works. It works so that when you have your friends, they can level, uh, you can help you level faster so that uh, you can learn faster. It has nothing to do with the money. The money is just an accounting thing. <laughs> right. Because <laughs> Blizzard don't want you to refer friends just so that you've got friends to play with. Right. Yeah, that's not, that's. <laughs> Nothing to do with the additional money that they'd get by suckering in somebody else. In fact, it's, if, it's if, just for you to have friends, right? If they could do it without charging us, you know, they oh, they do would, it. Sure, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, maybe that'll be the next thing. Well, that would go crazy though. People would be berserk if you could refer a friend for free. <laughs> refer a free friend. Yeah. Friend for free. Or, ooh, hey, Blizzard, how about if you refer three friends and get one friend free? <laughs> That's a tongue twister. All right. So, um, uh, I just got a bleep from one of our interviewees. We're going to be interviewing Falkork in a moment. And, of course, it's kind of funny with the uh, podcasting world. You tell someone to be there at 7, and they're there at 7. Well, most of the time. Um, so, uh, I decided it's to give them out. Like you can blame traffic. Right. You can't. <laughs> Although you can blame Walmart. Oh, wait. Sorry, second aid. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, so I decided to give the zebra mount to Tia, who was level 50 at the time. Now, if you remember, the, the zebra mount was a level 60 mount. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you, you could send it to one of your tunes, but they couldn't ride it until they got to be level 60. Well, guess it, what happened? I thought it was what? a scaled one. No. No? no? Okay. No, it was definitely level 60. But what happened in 3.2? 40. Yes, and uh, it, it's kind of interesting because she did get the email 
that's uh, the mail. Oh, I guess it's not exactly email. The mail in her uh, mailbox that said um, that said that she was getting a zebra mount, and you know you get this whole thing where it tells you you get a package of um, who you get stuff to take care of the mount. You get the cage and uh, process, but it also tells you that. Uh, That you um you have to be sixty to ride it right. <laughs> in the mail because I guess they haven't gotten around to um changing that one changing the text of that yeah 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 but of course when you get it you um it but it's the level one hundred and fifty riding and she hadn't trained in one hundred and fifty yet so she had to go to a trainer and get so thirty ride. copper nowadays. <laughs> no, I don't think they even charge you. I think I think you go up to the uh the trainer and, and they give you money. Yeah. <laughs> I think it was um I think it was like forty five gold. But the funny thing was that she's riding around in this and uh Drame, the druid who she's uh dual boxing with, who I, who I'm dual boxing with. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, I'm gonna end up with multiple character multiple personality disorder. <laughs> and end up with <laughs> you be in the insane asylum going yes I am an orc and I'm a and I'm a level 50 blood elf warlock and yes I'm a mage and <laughs> exactly <laughs> my straight jacket tied around me so I'm she's running around and or and um Dream's running behind her and of course they lose the connection so they have to um I had to take, not only did I have to take drain, I had to take them both to the trainer. I just went ahead and took them to Dalaran, which is okay because there was no sense in going to Thralmar. Thralmar is only good for if you've been out there and you've been, uh, you've gotten a uh, reputation with them for the discount. Right. And if, you you actually, and if you actually want to buy a mount. No, you can buy the mount in Dalaran. Can you? Yeah, that mount, that mount seller has the exact same mounts. I thought there was just a trainer there. I didn't I hadn't even no, notice. No, the, oh, down where you buy the super duper mammoth with the vendor, which you can uh, now buy. I, you can buy the mammoth with the vendor at level forty. By the way, <laughs> how sick is that? <laughs> Don't you think that's sick? <laughs> a little level forty on a big mammoth doesn't the seem vendors, right. Yeah, it just doesn't seem right. <laughs> You can be out in Stranglethorn Vale with your mammoth and your vendors. You know, makes it pretty easy. Uh, so then again, they both trained and they're um, riding around and they lost it again. And I realized the problem was not the training, but the mount. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Slower mounts in front. Yes. Yeah, so. Uh, well, I, I'm pretty sure somewhere else I could have gotten a Kodos, but we ended up going out to Camp T. And I tell you, when you have that, uh, that I guess, is it level 40 training? It's it's 100 and what speed? 150 speed? The uh, uh, Level 60. Level 60 epic um, ground mount. It is epic. I, I hesitate to call it epic because it just yeah, seems wrong to say epic. 
Oh, they say, they call it Epic Speed, but it's it's okay. only a hundred percent. Okay, so it was sixty percent. Well, what was it before then? No, I think the the level forty speed is sixty percent. The the um ground mounts hundred percent. So the one. So when you were training at level seventy five. Seventy five. I mean, yeah. The, the at first, seventy, no, the first no, no, flying no. mount. No, I'm no, sorry. no, not seventy. Riding skill seventy-five. Oh, the first one. Yeah, that was right. like sixty percent. Okay, sixty percent of. But it's still it's faster than walking. Yeah. It's not six. Okay, I'm thinking sixty percent of. Oh, increases the moment by increases by increases 60%. your speed by sixty by sixty percent. Okay. Yeah. Okay, got you. And then the epic ground mount is increasing it by a hundred percent, so you're doubling yep. your speed. That's right. Yeah. And then the then the normal flying was back to sixty percent, so it felt like you're walking while you're flying, but now they've made it one hundred and fifty percent. But I I just noticed that um, running through. Like going from Thunder Bluff to um, Camp T at uh, the level 40 was much faster. Or going back the other way was much faster. Running around uh, the Barrens at that level. It would be. And so the other thing that was funny was when he went to buy the mount, his first mount, it went, I don't know if there was something wrong with the, the vendor, but it looked like the first mount that he already had was 90 gold. <laughs> It must have been a bug because it looks like here that there's supposed to be four gold for training and one dollar, one gold for the amount for the amount. But uh, he was able to get his uh, level forty, uh, one fifty epic ground mount for nine gold. Bloody luxury! Yes, it's just crazy. It's it's off the hook. So the other, so they both got their mounts and they're running around now, and it's really cool going at that speed. <clears throat> And then uh, I realized that the refer friend was running out on that Friday. And we went crazy trying to get some some quests done. I had had them in Hinterlands, but there was always this problem because the, he was level 41 and she was level 50. And mm. he was getting the refer friend, but she wasn't. And some of the, the quests were just too high for him. So I, I fell down on my old, I fell back on my old, um, do or die thing, which is go to Zalfarak <laughs> with a death knight and uh, just let him, let her AOE everything. And, and they got four levels. Oh, nice. Yeah, and it was kind of neat because I, I kept, uh, I would do two levels and then uh, have my bank alt me summon uh, Drain back to Ogremar, grant the level. The other alt would take Tia would take would summon him back, and they would go on for a while. And it was actually lots of fun. I actually really like Zolfarak, and it's really nice when you're fighting with a Death Knight. <laughs> but again, we talked about this earlier because Glanther wanted to talk about some of the things I had done. And that was one of the things. Okay. And so uh, the funniest thing though was it went all the way into Saturday. I guess they gave me some extra time. Lucky you. Yeah. Yeah. It's and all I- gone now. It's all gone, and uh, but I feel like I. And so, and when when does the next one start? 
<laughs> it won't be for a while. I think I gotta slow down. <laughs> so sure. we're going. We are now going to bring in uh, our first guest. We have two guests today, and today now we're going to bring in um, Falkark, which of course now he can also um, <laughs> help correct our pronunciation of or our butchering of his name. <laughs> Hello. Good morning. Good morning. Hello. Good morning. How are Welcome. you? Oh, fine. Welcome to the call-in show of Control Alt Wow. Caller, you're on the air. <laughs> well, hey. <laughs> uh, and tell us your name and where you're calling from. I am Falcock, and I'm from the UK. <laughs> and Falcock? Falcock. Falcock has been a frequent contributor to Control Alt Wow. Uh, you've been sending in emails, and we've been enjoying them. So you're already familiar to our listeners. But just to uh, refresh us, you play... Uh, I play a level 80 Restoration and Feral Druid for the Quelfalas, well, on the Quelfalas EU server. Uh, how long? Go ahead. Oh, sorry, you are about to say something. No, 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 go ahead. Um... Only recently, just hit eighty on my on my dread. I've been mostly playing my DK recently, but since three point two came out, I don't know why I've been kind of veering away from my DK a little bit. Now, the question that's on everybody's lips right now is: Have you been to the barber shop? Yes, I have. I've changed my uh, changed my hair color quite a few times, and I've kind of settled on the white white skins for the moment. I think that's due to change quite quickly. <laughs> and how much does it probably cost? Probably one of the uh, the few druids that hasn't been to the barber shop. Probably oh, wow. cause I'm a, probably because I'm a tree most of the time and it doesn't doesn't look any different. So. Yeah, um, when I'm I do mostly healing, but when I am tanking, it's quite nice to have my little white bear there. It's swiping away. <laughs> yep. Maybe they'll give you some new flowers for your trees or a little squirrel. Hopefully soon, because it's just seeing the same tree over and over again. It's it's nice to have the new skins for the feral side, but I think they should do a bit more for the rest. Eh? Now, yeah. When you die in tree form, do you split it in half and get that surprised look? <laughs> I, sadly, no. I haven't noticed that. But that would be great for that to happen, actually. Uh, where it like, looks like you've 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 been uh, sawn in half, and you kind of slide off your, your top half slides off your bottom half. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> look completely surprised. <laughs> Do you have a necklace? Um, on my well, on the feral side. On the uh, tree. On the tree. Yeah. Um, yes, there is the a tree. necklace. Because uh, yeah. I just remember from um, the what is that? The charred veil. That was my first uh, interaction with the tree, fighting a tree. The, the dude always had a necklace. Or was it a chick? How do you tell a sex of a tree? <laughs> I think all the it. trees do look the same. <laughs> you ask. <laughs> so how long have you been playing World of Warcraft, Falkor? Uh I've been playing well for about, oh, must be about a year and a half now. Oh, you're uh, practically a newbie. Yes, practically a newbie. And um, 
most of the people in my guild have got about two or three eighties, which is quite handy for different next ten runs. But I've only got the two. And one of them's kind of cheating because it started at level level fifty five. <laughs> What is the what does the level eighties have to do with how long you've been playing? I'm <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, it's not the level eighties, it's the fun you have getting there, but I chose to I take heard my there time. are people that have been playing for for three or four years and still have no level eighty. Oh, no, this <laughs> it's about the fun getting to eighty. Right. I think most of my guildies are uh, interested in getting through the content and believe when you get to level 80 you can start enjoying the tune mod but i had quite a bit of fun leveling my little druid um how what's the name of your guild did you uh, mention that already i haven't mentioned that my uh the guild i'm in is called divine edge it's um a great guild we've just recently moved into uh raiding Alderwar 10 and uh we're racking up achievements right the way through Alderwar. uh excellent I think last night they got up to uh, Mimiron for having to wow. call it. Yeah, they're getting through it quite well. Hey, Sadly, I'm not in there. Yeah. Well, they started about three weeks ago, but there has been a lot of heroic farming since the patch came out. Oh, yeah. Racking up those <laughs> emblems. Yep. That's a nice way to gear up. Get those emblems. How is your gear? Uh, my gear, well, this morning I only just got the superior achievement. Um, every Great. spot with uh, 187, thank you very much. You didn't cheat and move around the uh, the rings and the trinkets? <laughs> nope. I, um, I got it all at least level 200. And uh, I'm quite happy to see that both my feral gear and my healing gear is shaping up the same way. Excellent. Well, it's uh, fairly ambitious having uh, tanking and healings. That's co- two com- completely different sets. Most people take the easy way out and go uh, healing and boomkin and, and share some of the uh, the spell power set. So you must have some pretty big bags. Um, well, very limited bag space. I'm still on uh, 16 slots. Oh truth. Yeah, they um, they get filled up pretty quick. Yep. And all I'm saying is thank heavens for the gear manager. That's saved me a lot of time and effort. Oh, so you are using the equipment manager, the new one? Yeah, that's um, that's kind of being a real big help to me, being both tanking and healing. So you, just, you weren't using a, a mod for that prior to 3.2? Um, or, prior to or prior to the equipment manager? Um, no, actually, I wasn't. I was going through all of my wow. bags. I'd never heard of a equi- I never heard of uh, Outfitter or any mod like that until after I started using the equipment manager. And someone in my guild said, "Hey, there is a, a mod for that." So I was kind of face palming over that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That could have been a, would have been a frustrating experience for you. Oh, I have trouble doing it. Just swapping out, you know, swapping a couple of bits of hit gear or whatever. <laughs> so to do an, an entire set change manually, well done. So what are your professions? Um, my professions are my druid. I'm a herbalist and an alchemist. Um, oh, you're, you're a herbalist? Yeah. Um, doesn't Did bring you in that, that much fun. Herbalist. <laughs> Sorry, See? English accent shining through. No, no. <laughs> It's the proper Queen's English. It's a herbalist. 
And I guess it's an albino as well, right? Yes, it's an albino. I want to get that out of the way. (laughs) Get it out of the way early. (laughs) Excellent. Do you do fishing or any of the other uh, professions? Uh, Yes, I've um, managed to level my fishing whilst uh, making the push from 72 uh, to 80. I was doing the fishing daily. That was a nice bit of experience every day. Um, Have you fished in Wintergrasp? Yes, I have. And um, on the server that I'm on, Quelfalas EU, there seems to be a rogue that likes camping around all of the ponds for uh, for people who are just quite happily sitting there fishing and run up behind us and gank us. Oh, so then you're Horde? Um, No, I'm... uh, I'm a night elf druid. Oh, so there's a <laughs> horde character ganking people. Yes, it's a bit of a strange experience. Yeah. <laughs> Is it a PvP server? Uh, no, it's a uh, PvE server. It's, uh, <laughs> so he just hangs out in Wintergrasp. Yeah, that's yes, right. continually ganking world, everyone. So hang out in Wintergrasp. So I think yeah. Sometimes I think PvE servers are worse than PvP. Yeah, there's a lot more pent-up PvP aggression for mm. uh, places like Wintergrass. It's quite fun as well. <laughs> so how many uh, how many pets do you have? Uh, Pets-wise, it's a little thin on the ground. I've got, on Falcock, I've only got 12. I've wow. only been able to rack up 12. Like, so you're, you're not an achievement junkie? Um... Now that I've hit 80, I will be. I was uh, more trying to put my effort into my professions and try and level those up as well and get my gear. Some people focus on leveling. <laughs> what a concept. Yeah. How, much, how much gold do you have? Oh, wait, never mind. Don't tell us. <laughs> I'm a very poor druid. I'll just say that. <laughs> you got your little hat of, hat of leaves out holding out in... in um, and Stormwind asking for <laughs> asking for some coppers <laughs> <laughs> or dancing. What, what brought you to WoW? Um, well, before I came to WoW, I used to play Counter Strike Source, uh, first person shoot 'em up, and a couple of my friends I used to play that with um, started to cross back over to WoW because they've been playing it for quite a long time, and uh, it was and they dragged you in. They dragged me in, and I've stayed ever since. <laughs> Have you been back to Counter-Strike lately? Um, I've taken trips back and forth, but Counter-Strike, once you lose lose the knack for the game, it's kind of hard to pick it back up. Yeah. It's, I saw uh, that happen with Second Life, too. I had Second Life people drag me over here, and I just didn't feel right going back. I've tried Second Life. I couldn't get along with it personally. The graphics, the moving around, or or the um, well, the, the furries. Fa- <laughs> um, I think it was more the graphics. It felt quite alien to me, but I did enjoy my little time I did spend in Second Life. It was just there was too many outside transactions to be had. It's like with where well, the work you put into it in game is the is the profit you get out of it, which is really quite enjoyable. Yeah, those microtransactions can be a pain. Yeah. Uh, and um, as much as, even with 
my multiple alts. I'm actually saving money <laughs> playing World of Warcraft than I was playing Second Life. <laughs> I've actually started saving money since uh, leveling new alts. It's like at the moment I'm leveling a mage, oh. uh, which is at level 38 now. And I'm just raging what, in the goal. Uh, it's a gnome, sadly. It's my little gnome mage. We won't oh, hold no. it. Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm sure uh, some of the members of the BOE crew would, though. <laughs> male or female? Male. A male gnome, sadly. But, spiky uh, hair or with little, little fluffs on the side of his ears? Uh, no, actually, he's got um, he's got kind of a spiked up hairstyle on him, and yes, I did go for the pink hair colour, as is um, as is a must when you're a gnome. Don't think anyone can get away from that. Yeah. Have you have you gone in the bat? Do you be, do you uh, PVP at all? Have you gone in the battlefield with him? Uh, yes, yeah, I have. Um, he's specced into fire at the moment, and it's quite frustrating with the long cast times. So uh, I think I might swap him to Frost or Arcane for PvP. And the experience you can get in the Battlegrounds now is quite good, considering, really? yeah, um, doing, a, say, an Eltrack Valley when when he is high enough. I've done it on one of my other roles. You do get quite a bit of experience just going through the Battlegrounds. So it's uh, more of a reason for people of other levels to just jump in and have a go. I think That's it's quite good. I'll have to try that. Um, my, I'm having the same problem with my mage with cast time. Although, it's funny, there's so many things that if you actually read the uh, tooltips on your powers, like, I've just realized what knockback was. <laughs> <laughs> and that really comes in handy. That is the good thing about fire and PvP. You have that, um, that fire AOE that knocks everyone back. I can't remember the name of it. Yeah. It's That's really kind of neat. one of my many panic buttons. That's one of the reasons why I like Druid. Every other button seems to be a panic button. <laughs> so, um, how do you find managing totems? <laughs> uh, that's Shaman. <laughs> I know. It's, it's an old joke. <laughs> she gets confused. <laughs> it was the time I was running around with uh, Jekyll. Oh, it's, no, Jekyll's the hunter. Yeah. Uh, Hi. You were right. No, Jekyll, okay. Jekyll's and, good. And I, I turned to Shayo and I said, how come he's not putting down any totems? <laughs> <laughs> I <I'm> lulled. <laughs> so anyways, well, thanks for joining us. So, and what, how did you find out about Control Outwell? Just out of curiosity. Uh, I found out about Control Outwell listening to uh, Bind on Equip. Uh, Sorry. It was actually the episode when Tempest was a guest on your show. I uh, decided to give you guys a look in and absolutely love the podcast. So and, I've. And uh, you don't mind the clean tag? It's okay. I don't mind the clean tag. It's um, something I would be able to place my friends at work. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we are safe from work. Yes. I can't say that about Bind on Equip, but. <laughs> Bind on Equip. <laughs> Find on Equipper Entertainment in their own special way, just like you guys yeah. are. <laughs> yeah. Well, you wouldn't want to, you want to be playing when uh, they drop one of their "It's my whatever." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Your boss will go, huh? What's going on in there? <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for joining us. We hope to continue receiving your emails. Do you have any shout-outs you want to give while you're here? Or? Uh, yes, I'd like to give a shout out to um, my wonderful guild, uh, Guildmaster Lid, and um, the awesome officers we do have in Divine Edge, and also to my friend Edwidlin, who um, introduced me to WoW and uh, got me chained to this game forevermore. <laughs> oh, and we want to thank Edward too. Edward, you said? Uh, Edwidlin. Edwidlin. Yeah, he's got a. Quite a strange name. Yeah, it's a cool. level eighty. Uh, it's a mouthful. Warrior. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, and he's a warrior. Wow. Mm. All right. Well, thank you for b- being here, and uh, we look forward to getting your email. Thank you very much. Um, I hope to send to uh, hear from you guys soon. Right. Excellent. Let us know uh, how you're progressing, Ottawa. I will do. Come on. Have a good day. You too. Okay. So, caller number two today is Matt Deox. Hello, Matt. How are you today? I'm tired, but good at the same time. Hello. So, why don't we start off with uh, you telling us a little bit about yourself. Okay. um, Well, I've been playing WoW since Burning Crusade. Um, I have one alt, so I'm not an altaholic. And I was a hardcore raider until early Lich King. That's it, really. So how and does what do you play? Pl- what do you play? Oh, I play a Blood Elf Paladin and a Blood Elf Priest. Oh, Paladin so you're is Horde. Oh, Horde, of course. Can't be Alliance. <laughs> well, I mention this because uh, you are uh, a teenager, right? Yes. Yes, and you play Horde. That's, that's pretty cool. So I don't go being- to stereotype. See, that's what we'd like to see. Yes. Teenage Roland Horde. Good That's stuff. <laughs> so how does uh, being a hardcore raider fit in with your school schedule? Does that affect it at all? Not really, because um, the raiding guilds that we were on for most of the time were either an hour ahead of me, so they'd finish just in time for me to go to bed, basically. So I'd, 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 be, in, I'd be off for my bedtime. Okay, so and you the come raids, home from the raids never lasted too long because in the yeah. starting raiding group. You have a level 80 character? Yeah, the paladin. Oh, a paladin. Wow, that's impressive. Uh, what, tank, D- DPS, or heals? Oh, DPS, but I just started going into dual spec, which cost a thousand gold. I was so sad. Um, <laughs> into Holy as well. Ah, very good. So you're not currently in a guild? Oh, no, I'm in a guild at the moment. Um, Nil Disperendium, which is no despair in Latin. I don't know. Um, seems, to be the, uh, seems to be the uh, thing to name your guild in Latin for some reason. I don't know why. <laughs> Sounds cool. That's why. Yeah, yeah. And where are you guys currently in the uh, raiding category? Well, we're not raiding at the moment. It's more of a social guild, but the leader wants to get um, a lot more heroic dungeon runs and ra- and then eventually get into some raid. Right. Eighty. Certainly, um, the time to be doing heroics. There's uh, lots of instances and, and badge farming runs going on at the moment. They say that I've heard that on a lot of podcasts, but on my realm, no one does heroics. I guess we're all no one on Wild Hammer must listen to podcasts. Or have a brain, to be honest. (laughs) 
Oh, that's no good. Did any of your uh, fellow students, how do they feel about World of Warcraft? Most of them think I'm a giant nerd, and the other one wants to play, but can't. Oh, so it's... Because he's got a really rubbish computer. Uh, Which says a lot about his computer, since WoW can play on, like, (laughs) 10-year-old computers. (laughs) (laughs) I I heard that somebody was playing WoW on a Commodore VIC-20. Sorry, that probably went right over your head. Yeah. So you, <laughs> so you do actually have a uh, a podcast of your own, don't you? Pardon? Scott Lippigat. Oh, sorry. I said you do actually have a podcast of your own. Oh, right? yeah. Do you want to talk about that? Um. Okay. Well, <laughs> we start. You don't have to if you don't want to. <laughs> no, I've just I've never done an interview before or a call, so I'm weirded out. <laughs> I'm scared. <laughs> You're um, doing great. <laughs> oh, thank you. Um, well, we started the podcast a while ago. I started it um, with a school friend of mine, and it was it's more of a general gaming podcast where I just talk about WoW when he sits there and nods his head. Um, <laughs> well, that'd work for an audio show. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and, well, he'd talk about RuneScape because he played RuneScape because he couldn't play WoW. Um, so I laughed at him. But recently we switched hosts because, well, my old host was lazy, and the new host is better, I think. When you say lazy, do you mean they just show up and you do all the work? <laughs> no, he just never sh- he just never show up to my house. Oh, okay. <laughs> now, I'm not saying that any of my hosts are like. I mean, my co-hosts are like that. My co-hosts are wonderful. You're not saying that, but he's <laughs> sure as hell implying it. <laughs> and so you got a new co-host, and and he's not lazy. He shows up. Yeah. He, he, he isn't too busy playing rock band with his feet. <laughs> you don't play rock band, do you? No. No, I despise the thing because it took my co-host away. <laughs> <laughs> I, I personally don't get it because it looks like you're just pressing a bunch of flippers and you're not actually <laughs> playing music. So. Well, it's fun for a while. I got it for Christmas a while ago and then after four weeks I was just like, to hell with this. I want to go play WoW. Yeah, excellent. Good man. I want to do something even less productive and play World of Warcraft. <laughs> Slightly more social, though. So you have a console? I, I have a 360, but it will be going in a couple months because my brother's moving. So I'll have to lose the 360 and I'll be getting a Nintendo Wii instead. Okay. And, and you'll gain an extra bedroom, right? Or Oh, of course, yeah. But I won't be moving in there. I've got all my shelves up in my tiny, like, four-by-four room. So I don't want to take down my shelves. Oh, I like to Oh, so so you're not going into his room. You're going to stay where you are. Yeah. Yeah. I've become accustomed to this room, even though we've switched (laughs) to rooms like 15 times over the past week. I don't know. (laughs) We We switch rooms a lot. Yeah, I remember when my uh, older brother moved out, and I was excited. I was funking with my little sister, and I was excited to have my own room, and my mom decided to make it a den. <laughs> it was very You're ruining my personal space. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's important when you're a teenager to have your own area. Yeah. So what games do you play on your 360 when you're not um, playing WoW? When I'm not playing WoW, I mostly play Mass Effect, if you've heard of that. Um, yeah. Well, everyone has it. It's Mass Effect. How can you not have? Um, and if I'm not oh, playing that, I don't. Well, I'm 
dead, I guess. No, I don't play much on the 360. I'm definitely a PC gamer. Um, okay. Got all my all right. PC games stacked up. So we have a we put a link to the show notes for your podcast. It's Left for Mad. Is it still Left for Mad or Walking Alone game? Um, it's still yeah. Left for Mad and Four as in the number, not the word. Um, dot Podbean dot com. Yeah, I need to get it changed to Walk Alone Gaming, but it's very hard to do that once yeah. you pick a you name. You know, yeah. If you're ever starting a podcast, make sure you have the name you want because afterwards it's. You can't go back. Mm. So, what do you think? Uh, what do you think about BlizzCon and what's going to be coming up? Any thoughts well, on that? I wanted to get the direct TV thing, but forty pound just to watch what I'm missing is kind of a lot of money. Annoying. Uh, <laughs> yes. But but you get a grunty pet at the end in six to eight weeks. I don't think I'm obsessed with as much obsessed with pets as you are at the moment. Oh. <laughs> the only pet I've done a lot for is to farm the red dragon whelpling, which took two hours to farm, which just wasn't fun at all. The Except Azure... I had your podcast to keep me company. Oh, the Azure whelpling? No, the red one, um, crimson. Oh, the crimson one. It only I was took lazy and just bought the blue one. Oh, okay. It's not <laughs> bad, though. That you, you were doing that out in the Badlands, or...? Uh, uh, the swamp wetlands that's swamp. it okay wetlands okay got you alright excellent so uh, oh and are you doing professions or anything Skype blip again go again sorry are you, are you doing professions professions I am maxed out on inscription and maxed out on herbing are you making any money off of inscriptions I do on the rare occasion whenever I decide instead of using my farming just to sell the herbs, I make a couple inscriptions and sell it either to my guild or on the auction house. And Wildhammer's economy is just weird at the moment, so I can't really make money with anything except herbing. Yeah, you, don't, you never know which uh, glyph is going to sell and which isn't. Yeah, speaking of the auction house, so can I just say VCV on Wildhammer die because he keeps undercutting me <laughs> don't you hate that <laughs> he doesn't just undercut you by like two gold he undercuts you by 10 gold and oh sells 50,000 herbs and you're just sat there with your 30 gold price tag crap oh he's angry you know, you know what i think they do and you might want to try this i think they put you on your friends list and they see when you log on and then once you log off, they go in and they undercut your, your prices. <laughs> mm. So put them on their friends list. When they log on, you go and undercut. And after they log off, you go and undercut their price. I'm sure a friends list wasn't meant to do for that purpose, but it can be used. For such an evil purpose. Yes. yes. Aprilian right. has an evil, darker side. <laughs> we never knew. Oh, uh, Ladies and does. gentlemen, Aprilian is secretly evil. <laughs> it's not Dark. so much of a secret. Dark <laughs> One of my uh, co-workers came in with a beard, and he's like this really sweet guy, and and he's usually very nice, but he had this really beard and mustache, and I went, oh no, it's the evil Joe, because you know, from Star Trek, and whenever anybody goes evil, the first thing they do is grow a beard, beard. anyways, yep. I tangent. So, Matt, do you mind, it's okay to call you Matt, or should we call you Matt Deox? <laughs> No, you can call me Matt. 
It's been great having you on. I, I would love to have you back again in a few weeks and find out how things are going for you and uh, what you think of BlizzCon. And uh, I uh, implore anyone to check out leftformad.podbean.com. And again, that's left with the number four, M-A-D. <laughs> or they can just find us on the iTunes store by searching Warclone Gaming, which is a much easier way to do it. Right. Unless you don't have iTunes, then it can be quite hard. Is, are there people out there who don't there have iTunes? No, there are no people. <laughs> Those people don't exist to us. They have been cast out. <laughs> They've been cast out. Cast out of the village. <laughs> you do not left, belong here. Left wandering in the woods in the swamp <laughs> by themselves. Well, thank you, man. It's With been a Windows pleasure. 90. Any shout outs you want to give before we let you go? None of my friends listen to podcasts, so no. <laughs> <laughs> Bagger them all. Yeah, I've cast hey. them out as well. They don't listen to podcasts. They can go with the no iTunes people. Okay. Out of the village. All right. Thanks, Matt. Have an excellent day, and uh, we'll talk to you in a few weeks, okay? Okay. Bye-bye. Right. Thanks, Matt. Bye-bye. Enjoy your holidays, man. Thank you. Wow, he was great. Hey, quality. <laughs> yes, yeah, very quality. And, uh... So again, that's uh, Matt Deox from uh, Walk Along Gaming. So, what have you been doing? <laughs> I've been sitting here listening to you and Matt. It's been great. <laughs> yes, it has been. It's going to eat my banana, but that's what I've been They have like. bananas in Australia? <laughs> no, I imported it from America. What's <laughs> <laughs> got bloody bananas? <laughs> yeah. What do you mean you imported it? Where they come from, like, Fiji or, I don't know. Where do bananas come from? Australia. <laughs> you, you grow bananas in Australia? Yeah. Oh, okay. You don't have a banana tree in your yard or anything? like that. No, not out of the back, no. It's, <laughs> it's the neighbors. <laughs> this, is not, this is not the... Uh, Fruit podcast. Um, I bet you if you do a search for it, you'll find a, a fruit. A fruit podcast. podcast. Yeah, I should do that. <laughs> find out how come my gold kiwi fruit tree's not growing. <laughs> anyway, what are we here? Oh, wow, that's right. What have I done this week? <laughs> you know, I have to tell you, I'm in the closet and it's getting kind of hot in here. So oh. If I start to seem a little getting quite hot here as well. <laughs> I think a little wanky. It's probably because the heat's getting to me. Okie dokie. All right. So what have you been doing? <laughs> well, I've, uh, I had a, an epiphany this week and realized that I've been collecting a crap ton of emblems and haven't been spending any of them. So I uh, spent a bit of time this week um, indulging. Um, I bought the some uh, two 26-level pants for a shield, uh, at, at which point I was reviewing my uh, enchants and noticed that I didn't have any enchant on my cloak at all, which is really dumb because I'm a bloody tailor and uh, there's a, a – uh, it's not an enchant, though. What do you call it? Embroidery or something? Embroidery, yeah. That uh, tailors can put on their cloak to, to refund mana. I was like, jeez, oh, that was clever of me. That could have, could have been useful. I bought the uh, the Valor uh, wrist items for Jekyll because they're bind on equip, so you can actually buy them on a, on another turn and mail them over to an alt, which is really nice. 
um, or sell them on the auction house if you're struggling for, for gold. Uh, and you know the way emblems are building up at, at the moment. That's a you know, if if you do want to make some money, you haven't got alts to send them to. That's a pretty good way to do it. And I also bought all the heirloom items uh, for a death knight. So I bought the there's a, a chest piece, shoulders, a trinket, a one-handed sword, and a one-handed mace. And I thought I'll uh, I'll go and buy all that and. Send them, it's, I'll probably never level a, another plate wearer and, and hand them off to another two never again, but what the hell? You know, <laughs> I am going to level a death knight, so I might as well spend them on this. So I bought all that and uh, sent it off to – I had a, a um, death knight. I think she was 59. Um, sent them all off to her and equipped them all and went off back to Ebon Hole to apply uh, Runeforge to the weapons. And found that you can't runeforge heirloom items. Huh. <laughs> to say that I was disappointed would be to understate the situation. <laughs> I can understand why they, they, they're not going to let you enchant, you know, permanently enchant uh, heirloom items, but to not even let Death Knights um, runeforge them just seems ridiculous to me, really. Right. I wonder if there's, there, there wouldn't be a way to remove it if you passed it down. Well, you can only can have you, you can only have one death knight per realm per account. They're only bind to account items. It's not like you could mail it to another death knight. And right. and rune and runeforge isn't doesn't not going to do anything for a non death knight. So <laughs> it wouldn't make the the, the a whit of difference. And you know, even if it, you know, it's, it wouldn't be hard to say that if you mailed it again. You know, the the enchant or the, or the rune or whatever uh, got removed. That's usually, that's not hard to uh, to implement. So um, yeah, I was a bit pissed off by that, but uh, nonetheless, I, I'd made the purchase, so uh, I went with it. So I've I've actually been leveling um, that Death Knight this week uh, with Cowwoman, who's a uh, my mate's uh, druid. He's gone. Is that Viv? Feral. That's Viv. Yep. So you have a, a weapon on a um, Death Knight that's not glowy? That's right. It's two because he's gone oh. two wheel. Oh, well, just be aware. Somebody's going to come up to you and go, LOL. <laughs> Low. Oh, oh, wait. No, that's just me. <laughs> Never had anybody come up to me and make any comment about, about your gear? My gear or my talents <laughs> or Anything. Uh, you know, so there's this big sign over your head or something. I don't know what it is. Inspect but, me, uh, please. <laughs> I've, uh, the, that, that gear uh, is very nice for leveling. This Death Knight's been sitting around for a while at, at 59. And uh, with the, the experience bonus and the rested experience, uh, I hit 65 the other day. 50, 59 to 65, I think I went this week. Wow. Um, without refer a friend, <laughs> without refer a friend, and and with with questing with somebody, so only getting half experience for each kill. So yeah, it's pretty cool. My goal actually was because uh, the other reason I'm leveling this Death Knight is because I wanted another alchemist. I've got my existing alchemist is a, a transmute specialist, and I wanted an elixir specialist so that um, I get extra procs making flasks for raids. And you need to be um, 
uh, I found that you need to be level 65. I thought they'd remove some of these limitations, but obviously not all of them. You need to be 65 to learn the uh, Northrend level alchemy or, or any, any profession. So I hit 65 and, and uh, went and trained all my lovely new alchemy skills and um, power leveled alchemy up to uh, 435, which is the point where you can start making flasks. Uh, flew out to uh, um, Netherstorm to pick up the quest to become a specialist. I was just going to do the, the lazy um, learn transmute specialist and then pay to, to switch to, to Elixir rather than you, spend, you spend the time. lazy? Isn't that cheating? Oh, oh okay. It's lazy. Okay, it's, lazy. Because <laughs> otherwise I'd have to run instances. Yeah, and good work. Yeah, it's, it's work, you know. Just splash out gold on it, doesn't matter. Anyway, it was a moot point because I get up there and find no quest. You have to be level 68 to get the specialist <laughs> quest. It's like dull. <laughs> so my goal this week is to uh, level it to 68, uh, which is going to have to be done with very little rested experience, unfortunately, because I, I ran, out the, ran out yesterday. It's a very sad moment. You feel normal. It's a very, it's a very sad emote when it says that you feel normal. Yes, and that purple yeah. bar shows up. Yeah. Who uh, wants to be normal bar. anyways? Huh? Mm. <laughs> I respect the show this week. I, oh, um, wow. Yeah. What, she, not, she? Well, she was a hybrid, uh, half kind of half demonology, half destruction. And while I'm not, you know, my, I'm not a, uh, someone that's fanatical about maximizing DPS, I you know, have been feeling that, um, you know, compared to other people's DPS that have been increasing as they they get geared up, I just didn't feel like my DPS was, you know, going up anywhere near enough. And, um, you know, not so much for me, but for, you know, for the raid in general, you know, um, putting out more DPS. So had a chat to our friendly neighbourhood uh, warlock expert, Norsa, um, who puts out amazing DPS. And, uh, and, is, and is constantly soul-shattering to, to stop drawing aggro. Um, and he's convinced me to go um, full... Um, demonology? Uh, demonology. Oh, really? Oh, I was being facetious. <laughs> no, full... I've gone blank. Full destruction. Um, <laughs> because, yeah, I was deep enough into demonology to get um, decimation. Which I thought, you know, I thought should work out fairly well in terms of putting out DPS because decimation uh, is a talent that reduces your cast time on soul fire by thirty percent. So it's, it's a pretty fast soul fire, and, and it removes the need um, for a shard to use it. So you can just use it over and over. Oh, wow. But but it only applies when a mob is below thirty five percent health. So really, it was only useful on boss fights. Mm. So on trash and stuff, um, you know. The, the trash goes by so fast. Yeah, thirty-five to zero. You know, I get off one soul fire and they're dead. So yeah, full destruction, and uh, it's increased my DPS by about five hundred. I reckon, I'm testing it out on the on the target dummy. So happy with that, and it's a uh, it's the shot rotation hasn't changed dramatically. So um, yeah, that's that seems. And, and I was just a I was already dual spec. When I say I respect, I, I actually swap specs because my other spec was a was uh, um, used to be affliction, but um, 
who has actually been sitting idle since last time I got a, a free respect. I hadn't even um, set up the points in the other tree, so I've just swapped trees. Oh. So I, I can still you know swap back and forth as needed if to, to play around and test and stuff. But um, yeah, I feel a bit happier about the DPS I'm putting out now as a warlock. So that's pretty cool. I've, and, you've uh, the, and you've noticed the difference. Oh yeah, definitely. Yep. The um, I've still been doing some more on the Argent tournament. I like uh, Jekyll and Hyde both got exalted with Argent Crusade, which was the last thing they needed to get the Crusader title. Um, so they they achieved that this week. So they're both now Crusaders and can get more of the dailies. So. Have you tried the new drop down for the titles? No. Okay. Is it different? Yeah, supposedly it's easier now to change your titles. I don't know how hard it was before because it's hard before. <laughs> I have it one title. It's <laughs> <laughs> the same to me. No, I'm pulling in the noble and uh, um, I have Jenkins on my Jubathos guys. Oh, you know that's what I forgot to mention. Are you mentioning that? That we ran uh, with the, the we uh, ran Ubers last night. Yeah. yeah, with the crazy train people. That's and right. We didn't get Jenkins, which I was disappointed. No. And my uh, David was sleeping, so I couldn't talk. But it was a lot of fun, and we uh, completed it, and it was it was great. Tore through it yeah, and just completed. It. it was just we ripped through it. I think and, uh, I, and we're all at level. It wasn't it wasn't like we were taken through. You know, level seventies or eighties were all right. We didn't have one eighty. We had yeah. I was no. fifty six. Yeah. yeah. So I wasn't even you know. I you was weren't even lower. sixty. Oh. Yeah, and 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 they were killing things so quickly. I couldn't even get off. Uh, I was trying to do dots. Which doesn't muck around. <laughs> we're, we're kind of yeah. We're moving into the instance, and people are calling out for buffs, and and we're just going that. Nah, had enough of this. Starts pulling. All right, we're off. <laughs> But we're talking about the. We were actually, if you can listen to it on Bind on Equip, uh, which is on uh, iTunes and bindonequip.com. And they're doing their uh, Rocks the Horde session. Wasn't that part of their Rocks yeah, the Horde? Yeah, so it'll be part of this week's Rock the Horde. Right. Yeah, it's Thursday ish, Thursday, Friday. So their whole experiment, just, and you can find out more by listening to their, uh, their iTunes, their, uh, Podcast, yeah, that's what you call it—a podcast. <laughs> but they are actually going back and doing all all the content at um, level and going through all the instances at level. And I'm I'm really impressed because they are, you know, progressing pretty. Well, I guess it's not progressing, but going pretty quickly. And if they were at Ubers, and um, they were just awesome, uh, like you said, uh, the witch. He's a paladin, right? He's a, yeah, he's a paladin power machine. Yeah. And the funniest thing, of course, was Princess Tempe. <laughs> the Temp- Tempest. She's a oh, queen Tempest. I'm sorry. She's not the princess. And her um, wanting buffs and stuff. And it's, it's quite cute to watch her. Um, I don't want to say perform, but uh, whole, <laughs> whole court and everything. And... Uh, She's just awesome. Plus, she's cute. And when she giggles, it's when she giggles, the whole world giggles with her. That's right. Yeah. Lots you of know, you had. But we should we we missed our opportunity. You know what we should have done? We should have been messaging her stuff. 
I threatened to I threatened to do it, but there just wasn't time. Because was, otherwise so you get left bad. behind. Yeah. Yeah. And what is the Jenkins thing again? How many of those things did we have to kill in fifteen minutes? Fifteen seconds? Oh, I don't know. Too many. The whelps. Yeah. yeah. Well, it just I, I it seemed to me that it was so much easier. I actually asked for a, another attempt at the end and got everybody killed. <laughs> but it seemed like when we when I did it before with my Death Knights, it went by much faster. I mean, it was easier, but I think it was because we have a le- we had a level eighty. Yeah. That of me. Yeah, that would make a big difference. Okay. But anyways, go ahead. What else did you do? I, I, I did a Tempest. I intruded on your... Uh, oh, that's all right. Okay. I had uh, actually forgotten to uh, to make a note in the show notes about that. But, uh, yeah, that, that oh. was a fun run. Yes, yes. And look forward to, uh, in the next few weeks, maybe uh, doing a complete crossover show next month or two, where we um, start on... Uh, Control out wow, and then end up on bind on equip. Yep. I think we're gonna start here because that way we can start off tame <laughs> and clean. <laughs> and then thinking, to the nightlife. Yes. <laughs> All right. So what else have you been doing? So as I was saying before, I was really interrupted. Um, the Argent tournament dailies. I, I I have been trying to keep them up, but the new ones just haven't really. Grit me. They're, I did them for a bit, but the, the the problem is there's no real goal. Like the you know, I was doing them previously. You know, I guess more for the you know there was a crusader title and and getting enough of the uh, badges to to get the mounts and then the the um, the little squire add on and the tabard for for hearthing up there. And now it's like. Nah, there's not really much else I want, and there's no. They haven't really set any goals for for these the new dailies. They're just they're just dailies without you know, any any obvious you know, um, you know, long term goal that you're aiming for. But don't we have to? Don't you have to do it to fight the evil that the Crusaders are battling? Uh, Bagram, someone else can do that. <laughs> I'm here for fame and glory. <sighs> you got nothing for me? Piss off. <laughs> And it's the uh, there's a you know remember the the f- out in the aisle what was the name of that aisle that you, you did all the dailies at seventy Isle of Quelthos yeah something yeah, like that, that and you had to do the the bombing run so right. you, you'd kind of get on a you'd get on a bird and it, it was a fixed flight and you had to bomb stuff so they've added one of those to this it's called Get Kraken. And uh, it's a fixed flight path, and you, you basically you need know, to chuck spears at, at some mobs, and and there's a, a big bloody fish that jumps up out of the water, and you and you need to hit that eight times. Mm-hmm. The problem is because it's it's a fixed path, and this stupid fish jumps around all over the place between these boats. You can do the entire path and not see the fish. So there was one day there, I had to do it three or four times before I saw the fish enough and, and it was in range and, and you know, my spear wasn't on cooldown to chuck it off and hit it eight times. It's just, it's just bloody annoying. So, yeah, not as, not as much fun as the, the old set of Argent tournament quests where you could double everything up and, and rip through them. Right. So, and, and I hit, uh, I've been doing it on my uh, Shadow Throne 
a death note on Tubathos as well, and and a hit champion of the Orgrimmar on on him. And I've basically stopped there because you get that far, and I had enough of the the champion seals to uh, buy all the the gear that was useful um, from the from the vendor and. All the gear from all the um, quartermasters is the same. It's not like I'm going to get any different gear if I, if I become champion with somebody else. So there's nothing else I can buy from them, and, I, and I'm not, you know, I'm not turning him into a, a pet farmer or anything else. So there's no incentive for me to to um, to do the dailies on him either. So yeah, I mean, but, but plenty of dailies to do anyway. But without without those ones, yeah, it's, it's, as you've been doing, I've been doing my Dual crafting daily and the and the alchemist now I've uh, been doing um, transmuting a, a epic gem and and then having a dual crafter cut that and trying to sell them on the auction house but pr- prices are, are plummeting and people undercutting each other left right and center but uh, getting through that and I finally got my hundred Dalaran cooking awards and bought my chef's hat. Ooh. Haven't cooked anything with it yet. <laughs> I've got my <laughs> lovely chef sitting there. I've got it there. And it was weird because as I was approaching it, I was like at 95 or something. And I logged on the next day and thought, I thought I was going to get it today. How did I think I was going to get it today? Because I'm only at, I'm only at 95. Maybe I was hoping I'd get you know, more in my reward bag or something. And, nah, okay. So I did it. I think I only had to do it another three or four more days. I got an extra one in my reward bag. And, Got a hundred and went and bought the hat. You beauty. And it was only then that I noticed a uh, an item in my bag that was <gasps> the reward from the fishing daily, which starts a quest that you hand in, and you get five dollar and cooking awards. I knew that was in there somewhere. I just I completely missed it and forgot about it, and it just sat there. And so now I've got five awards that I don't need for anything. But never mind. And I've been um, continuing with my Raptor Mount daily. I'm up to day 13. He's got 13 teeth now, and you'll be happy to know. Have you been doing it? Uh, no. No? He gets no. bigger. <gasps> so as the, as, as the days go days go on, he, he, he gets bigger. I'm not sure if he gets bigger every day, but he's he's definitely bigger than he was when he started. So it's uh, it's pretty cool. And I know this is really silly, but I feel guilty doing the quest on my chopper. Do you know why? Why? <laughs> this is really silly. Because he runs behind me and he's in the exhaust. Oh. You're going <laughs> to like, Get out of the exhaust. You're going to get CO2 poisoning. Yes. <laughs> he doesn't run beside you. He just runs behind. He's just in the exhaust and he's, he's, like the, he's grown a little bit, so he's just the right height. He's just... Smoke Maybe all that. a slight buzz. <laughs> yeah, well, man, come on, come on, kill me some more dinosaurs. That was the other thing. It's it's um the the dailies are different. It's not like other dailies where um every, the, the, uh, a NPC offers you a, a daily quest and it's the same for everybody. Uh, different. You know, it's it seems to be random for everybody. So you know, I'll be on the. The dinosaur meat daily, and you know, somebody else will be on the the uh, the egg omelet one in Tanaris, which is kind of good because then you're not you know you haven't you don't hit you know new daily clock over time, and every man and his dog stand around waiting to kill dinosaurs to to collect their meat, right? Kind of spread out a bit, oh, that's which is kind of good. 
so it's good for that, but it's not good for uh, for dual boxes that, that um, just want to gather all stuff up in one place. But it doesn't bother me too much because I'm only doing it on a show. So they're, they're my they're my dailies that uh, I've been. Well, this doing is what I don't understand. This is for the raptor, raptor mount, right? Hmm? The raptor mount. Uh huh. That's that mount that bounces up and down. No, nah, it's got to be different. If it bounces, I'll be very disappointed if it bounces up and down, like the um, the troll one. Yeah. Okay. Well, I hope it doesn't. <laughs> I hope it doesn't. <laughs> yeah, I'll wait to see how some it goes sort of different to... animation to it. Yeah, because I know that uh, I had a troll, and I ended up doing all the um, BGs so I could get the frost mount. Frost right. Mount. Yeah. Yep. Good luck. Yeah. Uh, done some more um, Trial of Champions this week. Uh, ran it a, run, run it a few times. Uh, even ran it in normal mode on my uh, Pants on Head Death Knight and some stupid alliance, uh, some alliance, some stupid hunter uh, rolled need on the, a plate waste. Oh, wow. Uh, and then hearth. <laughs> so, uh, I don't know what the hell his problem was, but. Did you put a note on uh, what is that? No. Nah. Oh, okay. Nah, just whatever, dude. Bag her off then. It's, Tool. Yeah. And um. And it's bind on it's bind on pickup, right? I mean, bind on. Pickup. Well, they bind on yeah, they bind on pickup, but you can't trade them now. No, you can only trade them with somebody in your party. You can trade it with with people that that were eligible for it. Right. Yeah. So yeah. if he if he hearthed. Yeah, well, we could. We could. If I had a hassle to him about it, and you know, he went. No, but I'm just Ugh. understanding why he did it. I can't understand why anybody would do it. That's what I'm trying to understand. Yeah, I'm well, that's, you know, it's the it's the mentality of hunters, I guess. Yeah. There we go. I've just put off eighty percent of our population. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why he did it, and I wasn't in the mood to ask him, so I just didn't worry about it. I probably should have hassled him about it. But um, you're a nice guy. I'm too nice to hassle people about shit like that. Just yeah. I'll just move on and go and get a plate waste from somewhere else. Doesn't matter. Yeah. A bit of rating this week. Not not a, a huge amount. Um, uh, we uh, are taking both the raid groups that I'm in are taking advantage of the extended raid lockouts. And I, I would like to to hear from listeners if uh, their raid groups are are taking advantage of the extending the raid lockouts and why and, and how that's going for you. Um, we, we basically decided we'd spend, so we spent one night in Oldowa and then the next night we went and did you know, Obsidian Sanctum and Vault of Archivon and, and Nax basically just farming emblems uh, with, the, with the reasoning being that you know, we'll um, farm a whole bunch of emblems and then you know, that's guaranteed um, you know, a, a gear upgrade yeah, for everyone in the raid, especially the people that we're trying to gear up, and that that should speed up um, our our progression through Oldowar by gearing up people a bit faster. So um, I, th- I think that'll work out for us. Um, had a, a couple of weird ass things happen in in Oldowar this week. The um, flame of Leviathan bugged out on us, and um, we wiped. And when we came back into the instance, we immediately went into combat. Um, which meant he, he was, you know, it was like he was still fighting something. Yeah. Um, but you, you can't, normally you, during a boss fight, you can't phase into an instance. Um, 
and we kind of went out and went back in and still still bugged and so we we waited five or ten minutes and went back into the instance and the whole thing had reset the entire instance had reset and we had to clear all the trash all the way up to him again oh crazy <laughs> it was just nuts so I don't know what the hell happened there and whether that's that's common that uh, people are hitting that um and we have a, a we tried out a new um, strategy on Ignis, um, which is the the dude that um, has the, the fire pocket and and drops um, fire all over the ground, and uh, that they they changed it so you couldn't stand up on the ledge anymore in, in three point two because the, the the ads evade. Uh, we got a new three point strategy where we basically all stand on the ground just in front of the ledge and the and the, the tank. Um, you know, moves in between three spots just in front of us. And lo and behold, only a couple of tries, success, got him down. We were pumped. Oh, so, yeah, we were really happy with that. So we'll, we'll be sticking with that with that method and uh, can't see any reason why uh, would Blizzard to, would change it so that we can't do it that way. So, yeah. And I actually this week also uh, – Gave Hyde some loving and uh, actually took him into Obsidian Sanctum. It's, I think that's the first raid that he's been in since he hit eighty. My poor little hunter. All he does is is dailies and, and alchemy, and never gets to do anything exciting. So I, I took him off to Obsidian Sanctum this week. And was, um, uh, it, it, it felt a bit weird um, trying to to play a hunter in a raid. I, I just haven't done it for so long. But, um, Lots of fun, anyway. It was a nice casual group in uh, in AIE, so that was nice. Oh, good. Yeah. So that's pretty much been my week. The only other thing I um, was was going to talk to Glanther about, but he's not here, so either Glanther or our listeners can can chip in as well. The other thing I noticed this week was uh, um, I'm having trouble with shot rotations for my Death Knights that aren't eighty. So, I'm gathering that the the uh, the specs and the the shot rotations that um, all the, the forums and everything talk about they're all aimed at level 80s, and obviously some you know at, at points between you know, 65 and 80, you pick up uh, new talents and and abilities that increase you know the, the chances of of runes. Uh, being come off cooldown or refreshing, or you get death runes or something. But the shot rotations just don't work for me. L- lower than eighty, um, there's just I'm just waiting for stuff on cooldown the whole time. So I'm confused here. You mean a shot rotation? Don't you just like keep pressing buttons and press your death grip, and then you just hit blood boil and and press whatever buttons are lit up? Some people do that. <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> And some uh, people actually have a what, plan. Oh, okay. Other other people will look at it and go, "I wonder, I wonder how what's the the best way to to push these buttons in in the right order, mm-hmm. and and not just not just whack them all on the one that's that's uh, nice and looks lit up at the moment." <laughs> so, so I'm wondering whether people out there have got uh, have come across anything for shot rotations for Death Knights that are still in their sixties and seventies. Is, is basically my question because right. um, I don't just want to face roll and, and, and push stuff that lights up. Um, 
know, I'd, I'd prefer to find, you know, basically work towards a progression of, uh, and you, you want to you want to work as close to what you know you're going to be working as shot rotation when you hit eighty. So it's not completely foreign and, and changing how you play at eighty. Right, because the whole just thing is just muscle memory. So you want to yeah. get your muscle yeah, memory. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, so I mean, so I mean, there's a point where you you have to hit. Obviously, I mean, you've got to you've got to obviously, if you're going to put obliterate into a shot rotation, then you know, you need to get to a, a level where you can actually learn obliterate. But uh, so, I don't think I don't think I've even got that at 65 yet. Mm. All right, so write us at controloutwow at gmail dot com and uh, let us know if you use an actual rotation <laughs> for your DK. And that's, uh, that was a nice uh, chat with Second Aid, and I'm excited about BlizzCon. It's kind of funny because it seems like it was just BlizzCon last year. Oh, yeah, it was. <laughs> nice one. So let's start with the emails. Um, email number two is from FaceFist. And he goes, hey, guys. Just finished listening to episode 127. Actually, as our guild was making progress working on the Iron Council hard mode encounter. Wow. I nearly wiped us when I recognized a few sentences of my letter being read out out behind the sounds of my raid leader calling out movements. (laughs) Anyway, we spent about two hours wiping on the fight, getting the boss down to under 8% on one try. We are pretty confident that we will be able to cross that hard mode off the list, as well as one or two more in the next raid lockout period. We are also working a little bit each night on 10-man Mimiron hard mode, which so far is the hardest fight I can remember since Sunwell. We are doing well and have actually taken up to to the enraged timer twice. We are also looking forward to the second boss in the Coliseum raid opening up. Hmm. Interesting. Interestingly, the new raid has started drawing lines in the sand again amongst casual and hardcores, and for the first time, I am a bit torn in the argument. I tend not to care too much when the complaint is raised about casuals having too much access to what many believe are our epics. As I have learned through your podcast, casuals have turned out to actually be people too. When, oh, yes, when high-level gear becomes obtainable by more casual players, like with the new changes to the emblem system, I've always felt okay with it. Because common sense shows that those who haven't been able to obtain the gear through raiding at this point still won't progress as successfully as those practiced in the art of raiding. I haven't changed that opinion, but the new content has irritated me a bit that in that it is easier than old war fights, at least so far, and rewards better gear. The hard mode gear that many of us have put countless time and effort into obtaining can now be trumped by the Colosseum gear, which is obtainable by players who have been unable to kill the bosses that we have. Unlike many, though, I don't feel that these players don't deserve the gear or the raiding experience. I just don't want all the hard work that I and my fellow guildies have put into obtaining the trophies of victory to be, for the lack of a better phrase, in vain. It'll be a sad day when I replace the necklace that I got from our first hard mode whole deer kill with a piece obtainable from a normal mode encounter that requires far less work. Anyway, by the time you read this, I will hopefully have a couple more hard mode videos up on my YouTube page. And as for the mention of me coming on the show for variety, I would be happy to as long as I only make fun of as long as you only make fun of my southern accent a little bit. Oh no, we love southern accent. <laughs> 
we've learned from our, our um, fellow officer, Zoot, that Southern accents um, can be fun and uh, interesting. I enjoy all yes. accents and make, like to make fun of them a little bit across the board. But, you know, it must be hard because I don't have an accent. So, you know, there's... <laughs> what? Oh, yeah, yeah. I have an accent? Anyways. Bloody have an accent. <laughs> you have an accent. I don't have an accent. Anyways, take care. Face first. Level 80 human warrior. Epic weapons vendor. <laughs> oh, that's the guild. <laughs> epic weapons vendor. I like that. Yeah. Cadgar US. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for writing again, mate. It, um, yeah, I, I can understand how people would be somewhat annoyed that that uh, yeah, you work really hard in endgame content in hard mode and slave away for for weeks and hours and end wiping and yeah, some some new content comes out that uh, us ordinary folk can get access to. But um, I, don't, I don't see what the alternative is. It's is um, I guess yeah, but Blizzard are hell bent on making it so that a larger percentage of the population can experience more of the content. So maybe there's some other sort of reward that uh, those hard mode people can get, and there probably are. You know, there's, I'm sure there's titles and things that you can only get in um, by completing hard mode uh, achievements. Yeah, I mean, the other alternative is what split the game up. Ooh, make casual servers and raiding servers. Oh, that would be crazy. Plus, it would probably make the economy kind of weird. You need our yeah. casual servers. You want our casual servers on that, our casual players on that wall. <laughs> you, you need us farmers yes. to, to farm your herbs for your flasks for raiding. Yep, exactly. We serve a purpose. Mm. All right, email. Down in the gutter. <laughs> Down in the gutter. <laughs> Looking up at you, hoping one day to attain the shining glory. Can I have a bit of epic, please? <laughs> Can you spare some epics? <laughs> All right. Uh, you want to do email number three? Email three is from Sin. Hola, April, Glantha, and a show. Synergy. Clever name. Synergy. AD Orc Resto Shammy here from Pants on Head. I'm sorry I haven't been in the DK killed very much of late. Between working 60 hours a week, holy cow, computer issues, and doing eBay selling, wow. it's hard for me to fill in the time to play. By the time I log into my turn, I end up having to log off and get a band-aid because my face slams into the keyboard from exhaustion. I wanted to comment on the lack of shammy love on most podcasts. I listen to a ton of podcasts at work. And it's the same. Sorry. And it's the same on most. I had to open the door from shammy, the closet because I was getting so hot. Shammy entering the room. Yes. Shammy in the closet. So those are the ones that dropped the totem, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> You're not doing in helping uh, combat the lack shammy of shammy love. love. Yeah, and I don't understand why because when I do party with, with the shammy, I mean, a shaman, and um, I love that little effect you get when you run through their totems. You know, you get that little spring, spring. Do you know what I'm talking about? Oh, hey. Okay. I'm sure the totems perform a much more useful purpose than, <laughs> than that, but okay, let's okay. move on. I listen to a ton of podcasts at work, and it's the same on most. No info on shamans at all. <laughs> 
If there is, it's mostly about lack of elemental damage, how enhancement shaman pull aggro too much in raids or how resto shaman just fail. As a side note regarding an emailer from last week, resto shaman's main stats are int and mp5. Add some haste here and there for all to our raids. Coming from a resto shammy standpoint, I, level 1 to 80, restoration by the way, I think we are extremely adequate in raids and one of, if not the best, raid healers due to the effectiveness of chain heal. Most groups need a shaman for bloodlust, heroism, great buffs that the totems provide, and an all-around sexiness that shamans bring to the table. Mm-hmm. I can't tell you how many times I've had folks whisper me to heal them through at Heroic AN or Old Kingdom because that priest they have just can't cure the poisons and heal the group fast enough. I'm not saying we are way uber. I just think shamans need more love. In closing, out all of the podcasts in the WoW universe, I enjoy you all very much. Between BOE, Outlandish, and Controller WoW, my days usually go smoothly while I continue to build military planes. Oh, cool. I also love to come onto the podcast and talk about my experiences, my old family guild. Yes, I too sin, am an altaholic, and healing classes in general from 1 to 80. Thank you for your time, and I'll see you on Pants on Head for the horde. We'll definitely have to have you on soon. And yes, um, we need to talk more about the shaman. Well, I wholeheartedly agree that uh, shamans are an awesome class. Um, our twenty-five, well, the, our midweek twenty-five man uh, raid group has three shamans, and they are the top uh, healers in in the entire raid. Um, they they do awesome healing. Uh, whenever we have DPS shamans, they're, they're always at, at the top of the DPS charts. Um, there's something about um, shamans and the people that play shamans that uh, just seem to uh, yeah, the, the, that do not get enough love, as, as he's saying. It's uh, and I've tried. I've tried playing a shaman. I, my shamans, mm, you know, I think I, think I hit forty. And um, it's it's not the easiest class to play. Um, yeah, I know Blizzard have, have changed some things now with uh, you know being able to splat down all your totems at once, but um, uh, I, I think they're underrated for sure. Oh, show! Oh, I forgot to mention real quick. I got another guild. <laughs> oh, you what? Well, this is for my uh, alliance. Tunes on uh, on on oh, okay. Somebody was, and it's funny because I was watching. Uh, I don't really pay attention to trade, and it was scrolling by. Someone says, "Oh, guild to give away." You know, I guess somebody's leaving or they're deleting their tune, and they they ended up with a guild. And it was yeah. great because I really needed a. Uh, you know, it's my alliance tune. It's the one that I sell all my stuff on. So it's nice to have a bank to put the things in rather than just mailing stuff back and forth. If you can just stick stuff, even if you just have one one tab. And it was called yeah. No Middle Ground, and uh, I was so happy to get it that I actually gave the guy a uh, hundred gold because I'm making money hand over fist on Dubathos. Oh, cool. Horde pets, but I just wanted to mention that because that was really cool. And thank, um, what's his name? Anyways, uh, it was whoever gave it to me. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> So, anyways, uh, email number. Oh, and he mentions um, Sin mentions two of my favorite podcasts. Okay, three. <laughs> I guess I have to include my own podcast, our, our podcast. But I love so. Outlandish, 
You know, I think I've mentioned them before and the fact that I love their little songs and commercials and stuff. That's kind of neat. Email number three is from Wasabi, <laughs> which is a cute name. Mm, wasabi. I have a twist on the alt-wow addiction. Not only do I have a tune of each class, but I am not content with only playing one spec. I was playing my mage in heroics last night. I started as frost and switched to frost fire spec and then to arcane spec. Wow. Even with dual specs, I found myself spending 50 gold between the second and third heroics just to change things up. Wow. I'm well aware that many of you are not content with only one tune, but is there anyone at Control Alt Wow discontent with only one spec? Wasabi, level 80 mage, Thunderhorn US. Well, we know that uh, Lanther respects Alarium, Alaris almost every other week. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And. Uh, as you've known from this show, that uh, Sh- Shale's been respect, but I don't think anybody respects in between heroics. <laughs> uh, no. So no, I'll ding, do the- ding, ding, ding! You win, Wasabi. <laughs> 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 Crazy tune of the week. <laughs> oh, maybe we should make that a feature. <laughs> <laughs> New segment. <laughs> All right, number five. Number five is from Bidkar. Greetings, Aprilian Asheo and Glantha. Bidkar, undead level 80 mage on the Borean Tundra. I'm still on holidays on Borean Tundra and my goatee is growing out quite nicely. Just past the itchy stage and getting settled in. This week I finally achieved Exalted with the Sons of Hodir. I'm still planning on doing those dailies, but it's nice not to feel obligated to do so. Other than that, I leveled my cooking to 450, bumped my tailoring a bit. I don't raid, so there isn't much else for me right now. My paladin, Jihai, moved from 45 to 53, and I, so I expect to be in Outlands by next week. My other alts have been moved to the back burner for right now until I get the paladin to level 80. I found it interesting that Glanther commented on the fact that one of his guildies did not like blood in the game. I personally don't like any quests that require going to the water, and I do not do them unless it's an important link in a quest chain. I think we've got another um, contender for crazy. crazy. (laughs) Even then, there's a good chance I'm not doing it. I don't like large bodies of water in real life, and I don't like them in my virtual life. It does seem silly now that I've written it down. I'm glad you said it. I also also don't care for the vehicle mechanics that Blizzard seem obsessed with implementing every chance they get. I usually try them, but I can't think of one that I can stand. I usually move on and abandon the quest. I tolerate the jousting, but I still don't like it. I want to play my mage, a paladin, a druid, etc., not a dragon or a knight. The game does many things right, though, so I'll take the 98% good and skip the 2% bad. I'm sure there are many things that I like that other people dislike. I've been trying to go to the buffd.net website every day now since I found out about it. It's like Dig for Warcraft. Even though your competition is advertising for it, I think it's worth a plug. I haven't heard it mentioned on your show, and I think it would benefit your listeners to know about the site. Thanks for your great podcast every week, for the Horde and for Glantha. Bitcar and his many odds. Well, I think we did mention Buffed.net when it first came out. I think out. we yeah. mentioned it briefly, yeah. but um, we know that it gets mentioned by plenty of other podcasts, so I'm sure all of our listeners have heard of it. Yeah. And, and we don't have competition. We just have other podcasts. <laughs> All right, so we have a few other emails that we're going to put in the show notes, but we are running out of time, and you know how Fruish gets if we go two and a half hours. 
<laughs> so quite a bit late. Yeah, so email number D is from Faith. Oh, wonderful, talented Faith. She drew my. Uh, I saw the the your avatar that she drew today. That looks awesome. awesome. She is fantastic. Hey, you three. Hope your week has been good both in and outside of WoW. I haven't had a lot of extra time to spend in Azeroth lately, but since I last wrote, a few things have happened. First of all, I've been healing for the new raid on my priest. Unfortunately, my internet connection has gone sour, and I get pretty nasty delays at the worst times possible. A couple of times, this has resulted in a dead tank. Ooh, not good. However, my guildmates are very understanding, and the other healers are kind enough to cover for me when my lag kicks up. Sometimes the whole game game just freezes mid-heal and all I can do is hope that the tank isn't dead or that I'm not standing in various colored things you're not supposed to stand in. Hmm. On a more positive note, my pigtail dwarf hunter has been rescued from her farmer-only status. With dozens and dozens of heroics being run now, many of my guildmates are trying to gear their alt tanks and healers, meaning I get opportunities to DPS. I'm just saving my badges for the time being since I can't decide what to buy her. Maybe in the months to come she'll get a chance to roll on BRK's gun. Mm. You've seen no. that? Big Red Kitty? So, so Blizzard, yeah, so Blizzard, Blizzard have actually added a gun oh. um, in the game in, in um, uh, what's the word? Not in, not in memory because he's not dead, but in honor. <laughs> in, in honor. In honor, in honor of him, um, and it, and it's the the uh, flavor text on it says something like um, smells faintly of raspberries or something like that because it's, it's apparently something that was mentioned in his um, in his blog. Oh, so, congrats to him. Yeah. And lastly, although my time has been limited, I've been able to work on my tanking a bit. I was asked to off tank a Nax ten run. It was scary. The nervousness I felt in my first raid came back all over again. But once again, my guildies were awesome, and I had a lot of encouragement from everyone in the raid. You and the listeners have a good week. Thank you, Faith, and thanks again for the guests. Sounds like a very supportive guild there. Yeah. So you want to do more moments? Surely, moments from Mo. Hello, hope you all are well. Happy BlizzCon week to you all. I'm not going to the con, but maybe going to the meetup Friday night to mingle with some of the WoW bloggers and podcasters. It should be exciting and interesting to hear some of the things we have not heard or read yet. Jeez, is, is there going to be anything that we haven't heard or read yet? Seems like we've already got it all. Yeah, it's like Macworld, you know, everything that's going to happen before you even get there. Uh-huh. On the Twitterverse this past week, there have been some interesting arguments being made about websites, bloggers coming out with upcoming WoW news from sources and such. What do you three think? Do you want to hear these leaks or do you prefer to wait and be pleasantly surprised? Do not mind waiting, not that the usual leak ruins the entire surprise to come, but also I'm curious where these sources come from and how accurate they truly are or is it a case of some people are making educated guesses? Well, either way... We know BlizzCon to put to, we know Blizzard to put out great content with some things that we like. We may not, and I know I will enjoy it at some point. For my WoW week, has been pretty quiet. I'm working on transferring my priest to Feathermoon to play with some co-workers, which should be fun and interesting. And for the awesomeness news, my level 80 hunter Mochi, who has engineering capped, was able to get the schematic Jeeves after only 10 Ooh. mobs in Stormpeaks. Wow. The people that ground for that for hours. Off to the Library Guardians, just south of where Aldo are in the Halls of Light, 
and the stone instances are, there are the mechanical mobs on the robot mounts. Let me tell you, this Jeeves character is the best. Mochi is able to call him every hour to repair and to sell any junk in the packs and buy things from his little store and access my bank. Now, how cool is that? Pretty cool, you ask me. Very cool. Every whale player, I believe, should have should have one of each profession to experience all the cool things that can be made, especially with engineering. I agree. Well, fine people, that is a short mo this week and we're off to Chicago for almost two weeks. I grew up there and always look forward to visiting it as often as I can. I may be able to write again for next week's episode. If not, I will catch up with you the week after the week before Labor Day, hopefully. Happy wowing and thank you as always for a great podcast. Thanks, Mo. Thanks, Mo. Yeah, you know, some of this yeah. speculation, I think, it, I think it's good. Some people like to talk about stuff, and we don't speculate. We just talk about wow. <laughs> yeah. I have no. I mean, I, I, I don't want to get overspoiled. I guess I'm similar. I don't want to get overspoiled. I do like to read, you know, on on little um, tidbits and things that are coming up. Yeah, but I don't want the whole thing spoiled. Right. But. Um, it's, you know, it's not really going to change, you know, even if, if all this is true. You, know, you you're still going to know about it before the game gets released, you know, because of, of um, betas and, and and things. So it's not like you're not going to know about it before you actually start playing. Right. It. But um, all right. So uh, thanks for our writing, and we'll be talking to you soon. This is Aprilian for the Horde, and this is a show for the Horde, and this is Glanther. For the Alliance. Give or take. You like. Me like. Sail here. It's been real. May you always be victorious. May the gates of Quel'Thalas be open to you. Always. May our paths cross again. Catch you later. Aldir Shalah. Go in peace.